the beat, beat. All since notes are fully punctuated. Running the light dot exe. System optimization is less than normal. Server damage detected. Please stop whatever you are doing and make your way to the nearest exit. Technical support is complete. Please vacate the area. I repeat. Please leave. Are you even listening to me? I will shoot you. Error. Server block 3 is experiencing critical ignition. Yes, right. System failure imminent. I hope you are proud of yourself. Initiating the Low Life Podcast. Well. Uh, we're back. It's the Low Life Podcast. Uh, it's your boy Coin Ops McGillicuddy, uh, here with uh, Shadow Link. Glory to the machine and scum. Hello. And uh, yeah, yeah, we 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 uh, we took a couple weeks off. So what? Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have to do some fine tuning, and we we've decided to we're, we're changing things around. Okay, like this whole season is going to be basically us kind of experimenting, trying things out, seeing what works best, and then also not fucking killing ourselves trying to put episodes out every week. Yeah, that, that, we, uh, that, uh, that new releases thing isn't happening. Sorry. Yeah, it's we're we're gonna talk about stuff, but like I, I don't know if we could do you know all of it. It's yeah. there's a lot. And there's a lot going on in just every genre in the world right now, and and with there's the a lot going on in just the world. Yeah, yep. no, it's it's crazy. Still, still a plague. Yeah. Uh, it's still happening. Uh, still, still war in, in Ukraine. Still, it. yeah, yeah. Still, still got the Supreme Court being dipshits. You know, like yep, lots yeah. going on. Oh, lots there's so much happening. Oh yeah. So, but we thought about what if you had the entire world. And you stuck it in a little building. <laughs> yep. That's right. We are talking about arcologies this week. Uh, which, you know, I kind of started thinking about. I've been thinking about it a lot lately because uh, I got a new job as a maintenance worker in a, um, well, I'm not going to say like where exactly it is, but it's a, it's a we'll call it a compound. Um <laughs> That feels... Maybe that isn't the best word. <laughs> <laughs> there are several different buildings, but you know, being a maintenance worker, though, you you end up going through a bunch of like different. You go through, you know, maintenance hallways and stuff like that. Uh, things that the the ordinary public doesn't see that. And you know, if you're wandering around this place at, in the middle of the night, which you know I do, I work second shift. Um, kind of feels like the back room sometimes. So I. Uh, that and i've also started playing the ascent uh which Woo! very also very relevant can i just can i just say like this is yeah let's, let's take a minute yeah this is the, <laughs> <It's so laughs> this is the first like post first contact cyberpunk media that like has really i don't know has really grabbed me i guess like or has has felt so cyberpunk um yeah and it's just uh because you know you're on a planet, uh, and and it's not. This isn't what I would call astropunk, which I would you know throw like Mass Effect or um, yeah. Alien into that genre. This is like you're just on a planet, a city planet, a megastructure planet, and you are trying to keep this arcology that's filled with millions of beings from all over the galaxy 
Like you're trying to keep that from just like eating itself. There's so yeah. much. There's so much Im- imagery about like you know everybody like that. So it takes place right after the Ascent Group folds or the Ascent Corporation folds. Uh, it goes bankrupt, and so in the most spectacular way possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're opening. I think I mentioned this before. Like your opening mission is ostensibly the cyberpunk equivalent of unclogging a toilet. Yeah, yeah like literally, it's just being like a maintenance janitor, like jobs we've done, and it's kind of. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the worst because there's things <laughs> trying to fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah, you got a little like the equivalent of uh, uh, rats, except that they are like bigger and um like much more metal yeah yeah <laughs> even the rats are cyborgs in this yeah. future yeah yeah they... and man they are no expense <laughs> <laughs> the way the, i mean it's it's crafted so very what what's really like interesting about the 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 fact that this is post singularity and you're mingling with a bunch of different alien races is that they have all become the apex of their respective home worlds because of their like because of their obsession with technology so <laughs> every alien race has that in common and it you put them up together on one planet shove all this like this techno fetishism together and you know it not great it's not a not a great you, system guys you won't <laughs> oh, become the no. apex of your species but then capitalism just reminds you you're nothing yeah. like that one yeah. race of people who are just fly people but like everyone admits yeah. they kind of like the, they've become the apex on their planet but compared to the rest of the galaxy they're extremely fragile oh yeah yeah no they're yeah, like yeah, technology yeah. is fucking great this is great out here guys oh man everything's amazing this <laughs> is grateful the... abbott Right, Grateful Abbott. One of the greatest names in gaming. Best character. And then there's a whole class of them that are called the Ungrateful, who are just like, this fucking sucks. And I'm like, I feel you. (laughs) Yeah. Feel you. Yeah. So so, it's such a chonky game. I keep describing it as chonky. Yeah. No, this this blows Cyberpunk 2077 out of the water. I mean, well, I I guess I, I haven't played it yet, but. From no, what I hear, we anyway. We don't have to. I can't, you don't have to. Can, can confirm, kind of? Like, yeah. look, I had my fun with Cyberpunk 2077. There, a lot of hard work went into that game, and I, I made my fun with it. But I wasn't... This game... Like, The Ascent makes me want to do the next mission yep. badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's focused. Like, yeah. there's a little bit of side mission stuff, but it doesn't get bogged down into, now you gotta get into a fist fight under an overpass with some rando. Listen, for I, an underpowered weapon. Yeah. You know, say, like I would say that the biggest drawback of the ascent is that you don't have as much choice in who your own character is, but right. like ultimately that doesn't really matter. I mean, and like that's not the point of the game. It's not you're your supposed to Yeah. It takes for granted that like if you don't listen, work, you're fucked. I just I just got to uh, a point where uh where um so I had to like restart a fusion reactor mm-hmm. deep underneath like at, at, in the bowels of this massive building um all i could think of is how to restart I... a fusion reactor poorly <laughs> yeah and, and uh apparently like i was about to fuck everything up because uh members of like a corporate grab team from y corp uh 
just shows up right in the nick of time and says, okay, yeah, you're you're property of Y Corp now. So, like, yep. you're not an individual in this game, no matter how you cut it. You are, yeah, no, because if you if so you, even if you had choice, like it wouldn't matter. You would still have to go out. No, and, you, know, you were in this so context. In this yeah. Game. No, yeah, in this context, you are a pawn to powers beyond you. Yeah, no matter what pawn you are acting as you know like or who you're acting as like you start out you're just you're just you know you're a plumber yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and then that guy <coughs> you trade up to the next boss yeah and that guy's like i need you to do this and then other people are like hey seems like you're real good at killing shit why don't you go <laughs> kill some shit and then you're like fuck yeah next thing you know you got an augment that makes people inflate when they die and detonate like a fucking claymore yeah. <laughs> and uh, i mean it's just joy oh, i mean yeah. it, it's Diablo, right? Like it, it has that. What eh, makes Diablo feel good when you're like, especially like in co-op. Like I haven't played this in co-op yet, but I am dying. I would say it's actually much better than Diablo, honestly. Yeah, you're, it has you're not, no, you're for not sure. there to make choices. You're there to go along for the ride. And man, yeah. what a ride it is taking! Like, I am, taking I am. You on. Without spoiling anything, I am hoping though that there is like story DLC later down the line. Yeah, they're they. I believe they've announced that. Okay, because with the console release, they said that they're going to be adding stuff. Yeah, because I mean they have DLC now. Yeah, of course. Like where you can get hats and shit, you know, and clothes. But like, and and fuck, you know, I'd give it to them because like I think it's it's it might even be on sale right now. Like it's only forty bucks, and it's and it's done. And this is (laughs) this is this is an independent game, right? Or at yeah. least it's, it's a yeah. smaller studio. It's not, you know, it's not. Uh, it was a real CD small Project team, Red I with, No, you know, it, hundreds it, of workers. Or it was like thousands. twelve. Div- it was twelve devs and like you know a ton of other like people, like voice actors, like you know. Voice and I would stuff. never have guessed that. I would never have guessed yeah. that uh, based yeah. on how it plays. Like I have never oh, had just so how much it fun. Looks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how how it looks is amazing it's oh, incredible it's, i was telling you guys this uh it's it's fucking great now because i started new game plus and i got the game when it first released yeah. there are mm-hmm. shit in this game like even like voice actors who weren't mm-hmm. in my first yeah. run of the game that's yeah. how they've been adding and correcting shit and just like making it feel so much more polished than when i first this played this is it. how you do it guys like it, even if yep. even if you don't have all the features that you want in the game like you can yeah. If you tell a good propulsive story. If the game feels complete. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, without without all these extra features. Oh, and it did too. Like that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. It was a great game when I first played it. Now they yeah. like it just feels more polished because there's like, you know, voice actors in certain places like, where you, they were in you know, Absolutely. You know? I bet you there are folks out there who are saying the same thing about like uh, uh, Disco Elysium, like when it launched versus this complete edition that came out recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, frankly, I put these two on the shelf, uh, the same shelf, like uh, yeah. the, the Ascent and Dis- uh, Disco Elysium both just grab you and for completely different reasons. Like Disco has no combat and it's all choice and how you are remembering your character how you're creating your character in the yeah. moment yeah. and it's beautiful it has a great mu- music and everything and the voice acting is phenomenal this has all the combat but you're pretty much in a straight line it's just that it's a vast area around that line and there's yeah. so many cool little nooks and crannies yeah. to look at there were, yeah plus yeah. fucking i cannot recommend using photo mode to find shit oh, enough yeah. Get yeah. into photo mode, swing your camera around, look behind stuff, go into a store because you clip right through walls. 
And you can find like some of these like little hidden bits and pieces and stuff like that. And frankly, it's endearing to me. That's one of the nicest, like it's, I didn't expect that. And it took me hours before I realized I could do that. Cause I was looking for this one, uh, you get different upgrades for your guns of different levels. And there was one that I just couldn't fucking find. So like what I did was I just went into fucking photo mode, went up the steps and I'm just like treating it like a drone, basically <laughs> trying to find like, how do I get into this building? And yeah, I've done that a bunch of times and it's, it's like an extra little, it makes it feel more like a thing you're playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somehow like, like being a video able to, game. <laughs> yeah. But like without mods, like this is just the game being generous. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, a, in an accidental way. And it's like, it doesn't care. It's like you swing the camera around. You can see what they didn't render. <laughs> you know, like there's entire yeah. chunks of the city just fucking missing. You know, because <laughs> you don't need to see it because you don't need to see it. Why waste the fucking process? You know, like it's just cameras looking right down on this like funky little person you've put together that is shooting black holes at people yeah, and setting them on fire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking incredible. Oh, man. Yeah, you're you're a now. Like the but leveling system, takes, the, the, the increased, yeah. like the weapons that you get throughout, just all the little gadgets. Oh man, it's wild. Oh yeah, eventually, this is a minor spoiler, but it's one of those ones that you're just going to, you're going to work for so hard. You, you get a pocket mech. <laughs> <laughs> just throw, you throw a little like Pokemon ball down and then boom, this fucking like 12 foot mech shows up and then yeah. you just go, you know. <laughs> yep. Chain gun goes burr, and then that's it. It's even more fucking room. It's great in New Game Plus when, like, you have all the enemies. you can do it out of the gate? Oh, yeah, yeah, buddy. (laughs) But that's, like, early in the game, you're doing that, and it's just, like, this crowd running at you, and you're just like, jibs. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. It's Yeah, it's a power fantasy game, but it's also really funny. Yeah. Um, hilarious oh yeah. man the imps like i like i like yeah. personal imp that that like tells you about <laughs> your imp has a character progression that is so oh, yeah. fucking good yeah it's really fun <laughs> i it's... think i think uh i think she calls you like meat bag like she's meat. oh yeah literally just yeah. meat yeah. <laughs> oh, look, at that. look at that hk hk 47 from uh from knights of the old republic you know this uh, mm. maliciously compliant artificial uh, droid that you have a lot of what what was uh, the droid from fucking if we're gonna talk like Star Wars droids, the best droid was in Rogue uh Rogue One. Yeah. Um, the Alan Alan Tudor. Alan what the fuck was this? I don't I don't even remember. I don't remember. That kind of attitude. No, no, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Kind of more psychopathic because I distinctly remember it's like more psychopathic, but definitely that's why I say HK47 because he really really was fucking man. they better remaster that one. Yeah. I really enjoyed the first fucking Nice Little Republic. Yeah, yeah. I'm wistful for it. Anyway, yes. Anyway. So, but anyway, all of this takes place in a gigantic self-contained city. Yeah. And it, 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 sorry, that's that's the best tangent we've ever had, frankly. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go on record and say that right there. But uh, this talking about this game over the, the, the past several weeks, it got us talking about like the idea of the arcologies in general. Yeah. And then... Uh, Shadowlink went deep. Well, yeah, I mean that, and like again, the where my my new place of employment have really uh, gotten me to start thinking about arcologies again. And uh, so, I guess first things first, you know, just a bit of an introduction on the concept. So it was 
the, the name Arcology was first coined by Paolo Saleri uh, in 1969 in his uh, novel Arcology, The City in the Image of Man. Um, yeah, my boy. Yeah, it's that's actually kind of a crazy book because uh, and don't don't <laughs> cheer him uh, don't cheer him on too much because uh, oh no no yeah. no no <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah no, no, um, you know. If we've learned anything yeah, no. about utopians, yes, <laughs> uh-huh. yes, uh, don't cheer them on too quick. Yeah, so well, this book is crazy because it's got it's got all these really detailed drawings and like these ideas for you know futuristic cities to live in, and the idea behind it is that an arcology is a self-contained environment that like a, a singular structure that, um uses green energy and leaves as little of a carbon footprint on the earth as possible. And so, he was talking about um, this in like 69. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And this makes sense. I want to say, well, I want to make a, a note real quick that, you know, this was also um, coming up around the same time that neoliberalism was really starting to grip American politics. This yeah. is important. Um, well, neoliberalism, if you don't know what that is, that's, what we've been talking about for like the past year since ever since yeah. network um or no since before network um it's we're living it it's hard it's not to the modern state of politics essentially it's um it's they, you, know, you usually see conspiracy theorists accusing um typically like bill clinton yeah would be one uh-huh. yeah you know and Yes. <laughs> yeah yes and so was ronald reagan and right you know exactly uh, it, it and the real conspiracy here is that they're all all the politicians that we that are actually doing things are kind of pushing the envelope of this um this sort of philosophy in which we're all equal you know but we're all just equally shit um, as long as we keep churning out know, profit yeah exactly we're we're not we're not people we're we're all equal, but we are the first among equals. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you might you might have heard well, the first time I heard the term neoliberalism was in use of like political correctness. Um, I don't really I think that political correctness isn't a bad thing necessarily. Uh it's uh when you're politically appropriate of, of this kind of speech. Um so I'm just, I'm just trying to think of a it's it's propaganda is what it is. It's hiding malicious intent behind friendly language. Um mm-hmm. it's like it's like the, the company to... that I used to work for that was like <laughs> that would have a monthly meeting and say, Hey, profits are up like by uh yeah, we're we're bringing in more money than ever. And I'm standing here and like, okay, so where's my raise? Oh, it's like like <laughs> like a waffle party in severance. Or like if you ever worked at a Walmart and you had to do the little cheer shit in the yeah. morning. Yeah. You know what this I'm is, talking this about. This is the kind of thinking behind diversity hires. They don't care that you are a person of color or that you are a, a minority of some sort. They just care that you are a minority. Well, they don't care about your minority status. No, yeah. They just care that you are a mi- minority. Yeah, it's so checking a book bad. Yeah, it's checking a box. And also, I'm well, like, I mean, like, and it's it's also that they frame it that these people are a minority when in fact management is the minority. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like owners are the minority. Exactly. Yeah. The rest of us are, you know, looking across at each other working and they want us to fight 
each other's like culture so we don't start fighting in terms of class you yeah. know what i mean like if, if we're distracted with you know, what's going on with i don't know so it's it's fucking really... actor's court case then we're not thinking about the fact that we're fucking almost we're, we're like two and a half three years into this fucking plague and they haven't done shit yeah like and they could but they won't and they don't care because it means more parking spaces for them it means it means the people who are left are going to be more desperate yeah. You know, and so we might settle for less this time as they keep like socking the money away and yeah. liberating countries and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a, that's another big thing. Uh, but yeah, in, under neoliberalism, you are not worth more than your data and what you can offer the system. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's and, pretty and much it's, how it it's is. a limit. It's a very limited metric is we'll yeah. get into because like any time you ever see humanizing. Well, it is. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's also it's forgetting a bunch of shit. It's just not measuring a bunch of shit that it probably should measure if it wanted to have an accurate image of what it's trying to do. Like, I actually kind of in some way do subscribe to this idea that, like, you have a place, yeah. you know, and it might not be where you're at, but it's not necessarily in service of the state. It's like in service of your other people, you, mean, yeah. you know, yeah. like, For, like your community and to yourself. Like, yeah, you yeah should... f- fuck the machine. Like, dude, I, I don't know what banking corporation could ever find any use for me because I'm not going <laughs> to write copy form, first of all. And second of all, I like making art and like fucking DJing every and t- dicking around. Every time you I know, get like a job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like every time. It's we... an incredible amount of work. Yeah. Like, it, oh, my God. Every man. time like, I get a job, I... I'm fascinated that I last as long as I do just because of how little effort I put into it because I don't care. Yeah. And I tell people this where it's like, no, oh, I put like minimal effort into any job I do just to survive because like I don't want to fucking be <laughs> like, you know, yeah. well, like I'll, I'll tell you, there's there's something a little bit like people don't take into consideration. Like when you're doing hard manual labor, OK, like if you're a farmer or you work in like some sort of factory and you're just yeah. beating your body up for like 10 hours yeah, buddy. and then you go home and you're exhausted mm-hmm. and you can't even think and you go to sleep and you wake up and you do it again. And you think of that in the culture. We think of that as hard work. Not, not yeah. just it, 10 hours, but 10 hours plus like the 10 hour shift travel. plus transit yeah. plus, mm-hmm. you know, what it takes, you know, you to my, minus the eight hours that you should sleep. You yeah. know, but it might not because like, what if you have kids? Yeah. What if you are trying to go to school at the same time, which isn't going to happen on, under certain jobs? And, you know, it's really funny because like I've done crazy hard fucking work in my life. Mm-hmm. It was like when I went to college and I had to bang out fucking creative work, I longed for the days where I was moving a heavy ass widget from one spot <laughs> in a room to another. <laughs> yeah, you because, were, you're a machine though, man. <laughs> well, yeah, but it fucked my head up, you yeah. know, because like it's. I, I would say that creating something out of nothing, basically to describe like Bootsy Collins's definition of funk, it's like making something out of nothing is fucking hard as shit yeah. because yeah. you have to think about everything that might be inspiring that yeah. and wonder if what you're doing has happened before. Now, the thing that makes it on top of all that, the thing that makes it okay is that it's still you telling the story. So like, you, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing is original, you know, like nothing. Right, is. right. Well, like in terms of, yeah, you're not, you're not going to re, you're not going to invent Star Wars again. Yeah. Okay. That's not going to happen. But what you are going to invent is whatever you make. Mm-hmm. Expands. Or you know, right. Space sweepers. Or anything. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah or anything. Oh, like, yeah, I get it. Like it, it's. Right. I don't, like space I, yeah. sweepers is bebop-esque, but not bebop. Sure. Yeah. 
it's totally its own thing, you know, and I think oh, yeah. of them separately. But and, and I think of the two of them when I think of that uh, Planet Test, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Old anime series that I just can't fucking find on DVD for less than a god awful amount of money anymore. But like the, all of those, the, those are similar ideas of just like doing stuff, like taking gigs in space. Yeah. But they approach it from completely different. Like one's very workmanlike, one's very zany, you know, yeah. and then one kind of yeah. splits that. And I don't think they would have been able to like think of that if they were busy, like, you know, moving pallets from one place to the other for 10 hours a day. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, novel writing wasn't happened when I was working like seven twelves. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's you're lucky I'm even showing up the next day. So with the so, so, so with yeah, the, uh, yeah. So with the yeah, let's go back. Let's go back like, to uh, to to Pelo Solari real quick. And I want to say first uh, before we you know get too far, like he he probably molested his daughter. Uh. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she came out in 2010 uh, making a public accusation uh, against her Jeez. father. So, what yeah. the fuck? Mm, yeah. Man, uh, I'm telling you. So, like. Kill let, your idols, let yo. That, let that. <laughs> well, don't even. This guy shouldn't even be your idol, honestly. Right. Uh, yeah, no. We'll get into that. So, he was born in 1919. He's Italian American. Um, or he, he immigrated to America from uh, Italy. Uh, in yeah. I think 1955, uh, and the idea behind the arcology is yeah, green. Um, it, it's supposed to provide for e for every citizen's needs and uh, be productive and not use like uh, not pollute the earth the way right. that modern cities do. Um, cool. The the name Arcology was is a portmanteau of uh, architecture and ecology, um, and so he so Soleri uh, founded the uh, Cosanti Foundation and the first prototype Arcology Arcosanti in 1970. So, what is an Arcology? Like what? How do we? Yeah, okay, let's. My notes are a little uh, a, a little scattered. I, I'm realizing that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It is a single self-sustaining structure designed to house and provide necessities for to a large population, usually over about five thousand or uh, usually five thousand or more. It's mm. meant to be powered by green technology and it allows citizens to quote unquote live in harmony with nature. Mm. The but the idea of like this is a self-contained environment. So you're not really living with nature. You're kind of like living parallel to it at this point. Yeah. But, I was going to say, but yeah. I get, I get, I get the idea, you know, like let's house a bunch of people inside this building. So they won't go out and like trash the earth more than it is. And one of the great things about this is, I mean, like, you know, if I, talking about like the the ideal arcology you know it doesn't actually sound that bad honestly to me anyways because the idea is that it's supposed to have like botanical gardens you know you would think right. you would think that being inside like a uh inside a building for your entire life would be you know it might get a little uh peach trees <laughs> it might get a little cramped after yeah, a while you might yeah. feel like or yeah. yeah peach trees exactly but um yeah, it's supposed to have like hydroponic gardens, uh, or right. not, not gardens, uh, hydroponic farms. Um, it's supposed to have like a waste water facility, um, factories, that kind of thing. It's 
supposed to be its own little uh, environment and, well, its own little ecosystem as well as its own economy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can also have like exported goods as well. Uh, so, oh, and there there were also like other crazy ideas like uh, ha- like these uh, arcologies having breathable skins so that like so we're they gonna, would yeah we're gonna get into that yeah yeah so the idea behind like a breathable skin for the outside surface of an arcology is like it would trap heat in the winter and it would release heat in the summer you know they would open mm-hmm. it up um, so. And I guess that that that's a good little segue because Tussolari arcologies were architectural organisms. These were higher beings, essentially. They, and mm-hmm. but that makes everybody inside a blood cell or a stem cell of sorts. Oh, um, I was wondering when because like he's he was born in nineteen nineteen. He experienced yeah, yeah. fascism under Mussolini. Oh, yeah. I was wondering when that yeah. was going to like start leaking into <laughs> into the shit. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's why I brought up neoliberalism as well. Because yeah, of, yeah. Uh, but Th- this is this is like one of the earliest cases of like a hat on a hat that we've ever seen. <laughs> because like yeah. when you consider like uh, indigenous cultures before we fucking showed up and murdered everybody, they were doing that already. <laughs> yeah, like they they were living with the planet like, okay, they, were, like, they knew how it worked you know like and then we showed up and we were like yeah but uh laptops yeah because <laughs> italian futurists are like the biggest pervs for technology and so like uh, it right. comes it comes down to like no we need to make this big elaborate almost like metaphorical structure instead of yeah. just like living in your fucking environment <laughs> oh well, yeah don't even See, I, well, I don't. I don't hate this idea, though. I, like, I don't hate the idea of living indoors all time, all the time, because oh, I've been doing it for three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a basement, furthermore, you know. Yeah, I, I have a problem. I mean, considering yeah. that this is like the shittiest May that I have ever experienced, it's gone from like forty degree weather to eighty degree weather within a span of like two days here, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and just I don't know. It's the weather's gonna keep getting worse, guys. It's gonna get worse mm-hmm. every year, and uh, and like, I don't want to be living in sub-zero weather for six months and then going to a hundred plus degree Fahrenheit weather uh, the other oh, six that's, months. That's your Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking Literally, like I, I, I've had it. Like, so I want to be in you know a, a temperature controlled environment, um, and you know it. It seems like it would be pretty cool to like. I mean, well, it would have botanical gardens. You, you wouldn't have a need for, uh, for cars the way that mm-hmm. you would. Like, oh, just walkable yeah. cities alone. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, this would God, come. Damn it. Uh, ideas for like rapid transit systems, vertical transit systems. You would be so. So, say you have a residence on like one of the uh, the middle levels, um, and then you go to work in maybe like a factory for. Uh, you just take an elevator and then it's like a five minute walk to get there. Um, oh God. What was that? There was this book that was written about a hundred years ago called like looking back. Hmm. Um, and this guy wrote about like in the year 2000 kind of shit. <laughs> and I think in his city, this always made me laugh because I read this. And then after that, I read preacher, 
Okay. Like the comics. Yeah. yeah. And this, this is hilarious to me because it, both of those things happened before I ever went to an airport and <laughs> like, I just never flew anywhere. But like, um, he had like a hundred years ago, he was talking about these, like, like moving walkways. Hmm. And you see those at airports, you know, yeah. where you just like stand on it and it scoots you faster than you could walk to the other end and you're good to go. Well, and that re- always reminds me of that scene in Preacher where Air Star goes to the airport and there's this old lady in front of him and he just pulls out his gigantic doomcock hand cannon and he starts like shooting it. And he's like, moving fucking walkway, granny. Moving <laughs> fucking walk. Because she's just standing there. It just... I'm sorry. It always takes me there. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> I can't. I can't think of it without that coming into my oh, head. I I screaming that the... came into my head was uh, "He, She, and It" by uh, Marge. Mm. Oh. By uh, oh, what's her last name? Piercy. Marge Piercy. Mar- Marge Piercy is masterpiece book. Yeah, because that was like literally what you're saying, right? Is it the arcology mm-hmm. is just, like in the book? It's basically a village. But it's yeah. mm-hmm. like it's got like, you know, a skin to keep like a big tent, basically, to keep like yeah. the toxic city outside outside because yeah. mm-hmm. because that's awful. Like, you know, keeps the poison air out. And it's kind of like that. We're like, no, we grow gardens, we grow herbs, we have sewage, you know, children play in clean air, you know, because everything yeah, outside you, you, is toxic. Yeah. If you if you're if you're the, the sort of geek that I'm sure that we are, um, you, you have uh, seen all of this in like sixties oh, yeah. sci-fi art painting. Oh God, like yes. Pulp book covers. Oh, God, yeah. Um, like uh, just these gigantic fucking layer upon layer upon layer, and it's all everything's like white and reflective, mm-hmm. and there's just so, green, yeah. lush shit everywhere, and there's like a they fucking put a waterfall in because yeah. why not? Well, the closest, you know, and it's, the closest fictional example that I can think of in uh, in um, in movies, at least, uh, is like to Solari's original concept was in Logan's run. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where yeah. it's, it's never you made that up. quite clear. Uh, like the, the external structure of it, it kind of mm-hmm. looks like it's built underground. Um, and, yeah. and arcology can take the form of like the, t- can take the shape of pretty much anything. Um, yeah. You can build it into a Canyon if you want to, you can, uh, make it look like a pyramid or, you know, I don't know, a dick or something. I don't know. But uh, sure. yeah, I can't imagine that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> and Boom, we have skyscrapers. There's also a, um, uh, there's also a cult in uh, Psycho Pass's third season um, that it's, it's like this isolationist cult in the middle of a giant city. And they're all housed inside narcology as well. Oh, yeah. um, that's, it also seems very self-sustaining and that's how they can isolate is because, you know, it's like they don't need stuff from outside. Oh God. Do you guys so. remember that cult from Transmetropolitan? The guys in like the hazmat suits, like mm-hmm. it was literally that where they're like ultra isolationists. So like they wear <laughs> hazmat suits when outside to self-contain themselves and they live in like a giant arcology and basically never leave. It's, yeah. it, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Well, there, yeah, there's, there's that, like, there's that race in mass effect. You never, you never see tally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in their their whole ship is just nothing but what's left of them, you yeah. know, and they they have to make it work. I, you know, I guess there, there's been a lot of examples of this. Like, uh, oh yeah, and T- like THX 1138, yep, um, yep. Battlestar Galactica kind no, of. No, you you have seen this. You have seen this for sure in fiction. Yeah, Black mm-hmm. uh, Black Mirror's 15 Million Merits takes place mm-hmm. in yeah. anthology. 
Blade Runner, yeah. uh, the Tyrell Pyramids, and then in 2049, you know, those things get dwarfed by the Wallace uh, Corporation Towers, right? which are just yeah. fucking huge, like incomprehensibly huge. Um, yeah. They have them in the, the Deus Ex games, especially yep. in mm-hmm. uh, Mankind Divided. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but the, the typical construction based on Solari's original drawings was uh, the bottom levels of the arcology would be committed to maintenance, warehousing, mm-hmm. um, uh, waste. waste production, and then it would build up to residential and public facilities uh, above that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, cyberpunk, as we know, is not uh, like really likes to take a lot of uh, utopian concepts and fuck with them really badly. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not aspirational. Yeah. Yeah. So if, uh, if, if the utopian concept of an arcology, which already sounds bad because, you know, how many times, like, like in the ascent, you know, you start in the sewers, which is the bottom level mm-hmm. of this place. And then you have to go up, you have to go, and it find the things, elevators. things yeah. get better the the further up this uh in this arcology yeah. level, or at least conditions theoretically get better like even these um, yeah. even like his original design like i said is like classism is yeah. almost like built into it but like it's oh, built into yeah, it yeah yeah whether he intended to or not but you know for I sure I, well, it, there was this uh, there was an image I saw recently. This this meme somebody put up. It was an old uh, picture of a diagram of how people took a shit in medieval times. <laughs> there would be this tower, oh, man. right? And then you have the little wooden thing you sit on and then you drop it and it goes all the way down this tower, like, you know, 40 feet or whatever. And there's some poor bastard at the bottom with a rake scooping it out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and Uh-oh. it's not it's not always going to be solid is all I'm thinking. It's just. Yeah, especially not in the not in the middle. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that no. image. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah, well, I mean, anyway. that's this. That's this. Oh, but yeah. just like a bunch of circuit boards. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, uh, you know, like a bunch of steps in place uh, in right. between, so you don't have to see the guy at the bottom. But, right, right, yeah. right. So if I uh, if the utopian concept, the and I use the term utopian loosely, uh, if that's if that's an oxygen and fruit bearing tree, then the cyberpunk concept is an apex predator. It is mm. carnivorous as fuck because the arcology in cyberpunk doesn't need to be its own ecosystem or it is its own ecosystem. It's just everything is eating everything else. It doesn't mm. need to even be economically or structurally sound. It's right. What it is, is it's a city that's just all put underneath one roof. It's a centralized uh, city, and it is it's like a dome more city. or less. More or less, it is a vertically integrated company town. Yeah. Um, yeah, generating profit is usually job number one. But you know what? It like just compare compare the idea of the arcology to like any town that you like the town that I come from. You know. Generating profit from there would tech would you know be job number one too, but uh, like there's no business there. So I mean, imagine if there well, was yeah, an no. arcology, if if all these people that lived in my hometown were shoved into a single building. <laughs> well, but like uh, I'll, I'll say, uh, the the poor people uh, that that I, I did enjoy hanging out with that lived in Laporte, Indiana. Yeah. Um, when that Walmart opened up, almost all of these like all these people I worked Ooh. with in this building for this summer. 
this lady that worked in the the bikes and the skateboard uh section used to own a skateboard shop in town yeah we'll get to that too um you know i mean th- sometimes they don't even have to build a fucking arcology they just come in and just render half of your town neutral basically yeah. like yeah. immediate mm-hmm. and, and now they're all working there for way less money yeah and that's well that's what i'm saying is uh, it is you know if if we view cities as larger organisms to generate profit mm-hmm. then the arcology is we you know we've said before you know it, it's not a real arcology if it's not self-sustaining but like we're past that guys we're way past that in at least fictionally because you know uh, how many towns in the u.s like are self-sustaining you know uh, according to well, our economy according still to open like if the if the town hasn't been completely abandoned and shuttered, yep. Yeah, I mean it's not that they're it's that they might be economically self sustaining, but they're not. Yeah. Uh, but well, like I, I'm always amazed at how like Youngstown can't be stopped. Yeah. Like yeah. In, in spite of the fact that like steel left, in spite of the fact that like the GM plant closed, these are some of the toughest motherfuckers I know. I'm just and, saying, if if this was my hometown, like if yeah. they made narcology in my hometown, it would just be a people warehouse. We'll just imagine, we'll, we'll just yeah. imagine too, in our arcology in our in our fictitious minds, uh, is usually a place just for one corporation. So let's say Walmart just puts oh, yeah. a dome over like your hometown, right? And like mm-hmm. you're just like before that, you just made profit for whatever awful job or whatever job you managed to get a hold of, and that's profit for your boss or franchise, whatever. Uh, but if they dropped a dome on it with the Walmart symbol, it's mm-hmm. you're just making profit for that one company. Yeah, and that's yeah, the thing yeah. is like just slave labor with extra steps. Oh, just yeah, just no, look, uh, into, look into George Pullman. Just, just uh, read, read up on George Pullman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's like the Pullman town. The fact that they gave script mm-hmm. and didn't pay the porters. Amazon you know. wishes they could do that. Yeah. They, oh, they're, they're trying. Try. <laughs> they'll, they're, oh, yeah. they'll, they'll give you like gift cards. Ugh. Yeah, you have available only in their store. Yeah. You have absolutely seen an arcology, though. If you if you are familiar with cyberpunk work, like it's been there since the beginning. It's been it was mm-hmm. we saw one in Metropolis, uh, mm-hmm. like Fritz Lang's Metropolis. You know, that, yeah. 100%. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like it wasn't identified as such because this was a movie made in 1929. But uh, it's it skewed toward the industrial aspect. Yeah, they of it, but oh, it definitely. Absolutely. It was just yeah. a really large skyscraper, very mm-hmm. broad looking. Now he understood, um, and and then when you start to think about a building this size, you start to realize, oh, it's going to need to have constant maintenance and it's going to need to have like constant. Yeah. yeah. Like, like meaning live constant. on site. Uh, yeah. You would need uh, in order to keep this thing running in order to keep this thing from. I would argue that apart. any, I would argue that any structure over say like 40 or 50 stories has an active maintenance team walking through and test stress testing like constantly in my yeah. ideal mind where like you know, safety yeah. checks and things actually happen but like y- you need that because shit's gonna shift you know oh, it's yeah. just the world yeah <laughs> you know you're building on dirt no matter how tightly you pack it yeah. the dirt underneath that's gonna move oh yeah you know that too shit shit's gonna happen <laughs> and grand rapids there's a there is an ugly ass apartment building uh, built in the shape of a castle and um it is <laughs> it's sinking guys and yep like it is sinking yep. into the earth and yep. it is beautiful but uh, oh, we just had a sinkhole up here in maryland uh <laughs> just north of here where we're like the whole fucking freeway went the holy <laughs> shit went away wow yeah that's gonna be closed for a minute but yeah, yeah. everything man-made on earth is just 
needs a stupid amount of maintenance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a really good book. I think it's called What We Leave Behind. Hmm. That basically, and they did a they did a series on like Discovery back when they still did shit that wasn't like Ghost Chaser or whatever. But like it or whatever they do now, I don't know. But like they there was a series about how like okay, so humanity disappears. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. yeah, I remember they, that. Just just poof. We're gone. Yeah. How long does our shit last? And spoiler alert, not very long. <laughs> um, I remember that. I think. Yeah, I, I think. I think the main, well, the uh, the the remnants that we we would be leaving behind the most would probably be our plastic. But even that oh, would yeah. break down and become part well, of the said environment the in terrifying ways. Yeah, because they said uh, like the I amount. I think ten percent of my blood is plastic. At this I mean, point. yeah, all of us. I think they said too, like it takes less time for it'll take less time for the Earth to heal itself from our presence than it took for us to evolve. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, makes, it, it's going to be like twenty years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like our bridges. You just look at them now. And they're not being maintained now. You know what I mean? Just look at that shit. Now. Yeah. Fuck, when we're gone, that shit's going to be like, you know, yeah. that, that's it. It's insane. It's like, it, oh, man. So, anyways, yeah, you, you've seen this. It was in freaking SimCity, for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, really, yeah, it's just, it's a city-sized building, is what it is. Yep. If If we're going by the modern definition of what narcology is yeah yeah peach trees Mm -hmm. like peach trees is a is actually a fine example you see like you see classrooms and stuff and there's they have Mm -hmm. stores and shops and yeah yeah but the important like again that sounds that sounds like it would be kind of cool to live there but also i mean it's the world of judge dread yeah i would never i wouldn't wish that on anybody so yeah, yeah that's the, that's the except, thing where except for the rich fuckers yeah but. i think that's the, the thing that like weirdly enough i'm not sure what does judge dread get it right because in the in in uh mega city Probably. one no <laughs> hold on no with our concerning our colleges because in mega city one no one ha- no one works there's no jobs in yeah. mega city one yeah like mm-hmm. everything's automated so is that kind of like does that fit the ideal of like the original idea for an arcology where oh, not not at all but that's okay. not what this is about cyberpunk like has taken the idea of the arcology and just fucked it like actually the way the way dread shows it fucks it though too because yeah. like there's this idea behind it that is very much kind of like an 80s reagan era idea mm. that um yeah. if people get welfare then they'll just mill about and be listless and it's not the that's case. not the case like all, we keep yeah. we keep seeing it time and time again like there's these artists that are very good they make very good music and stuff like that. But you find out that they were like connected and had money and like, didn't have to dick around with like 12 hour shifts in a factory to like hone their craft and stuff like that. And it's, you know, and it just goes to show you, if you have the time and the, you know, the fucking resources, it, you're an artist, you're going to fucking go and make art. (laughs) Yeah. And like, if that's not your, if you're a craftsperson, you know what I mean? If you want to go out and like carve shit, like there's a market for that. There's people who need those things. There's a, I got a buddy that has 3D printers who's a fucking fiend at it, man. Like he's making sweet shit. He's doing these like coasters that look like old Nintendo cartridges that sit in a case that looks like an old 8-bit mm-hmm. Nintendo system. Cute. It's dope as shit, right? Like if people have like they're empowered like to do the thing that comes naturally to them, you know, there you'll find your place. And now more than ever, it's easier to do that because we're all connected like internet-wise. But yeah. we just won't take advantage of that. We just uh, no, it, but my my point being that like they're presenting it in Judge Dredd as a bad thing to be 
listless. Like you're just going to fall into a gang or you're going to get into the drug trade or the sex trade or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't think that's necessarily what it's saying. It's, it's no, no, it's, it's a presenting very, it's a though. desperate world though, that they're living in, you know, it's post apocalyptic. Yeah, I mean, they there eat are dead very people, many so. resources. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, maybe we shouldn't like look too much. Luda Warhammer. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe we shouldn't look too much into the uh, the uh, deeper meanings of a 2000 AD comic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I also wanted to mention Neon Chrome. Uh, there's a game called Neon Chrome where mm-hmm. the whole thing is like you are uh, trying to you're you're hacking into people's brains at the bottom of an arcology. You work your way up, and like it's a roguelike, so every time the uh, the levels right. change. Um, so you're going scum, up did through you like, play that? huh? Scum, did you play that? I thought I had that downloaded. Neon Chrome. Neon Chrome. That does sound I know familiar. I have that game. Yeah, but you're you're trying to take down an autocrat who has basically wired himself into the building uh, mm. with like an AI, uh, and um, like you do. Yeah, yeah, like it's, you do. It's, it's pretty wild. Um, yeah. It's because I might have to re-download that. Yeah. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of what else. Runer, Runer, also. Cloud. Yes, Ruiner also has. Ruiner, yeah. Uh, yep. uh, Cloudpunk has an arcology. Cloudpunk. Has uh, has an arcology that's like um, inhabited so by all these these uh, Mister and Mister Andersons. They're all yeah. androids. Um, yeah. Named Mister or Mrs. Anderson, and they are just it's it's this really weird neoconservative uh, like isolationist skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And, I think weirdly uh, enough, and think... they don't they don't even know like what's on the outside world. No, I think AI it's would probably adapt raining. to being in an arcology better than we would, honestly. Well, that's that's probably why uh, why you see it in um, Blade Runner so much. Yeah, um, would you count the ending of the Difference Engine, where London has basically okay? So you know the premise of that book is like, what if computers happened in the 1800s? Yeah. and it was all the clackers and steam powered, you know, Difference Engines and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that, punch card shit. So like you get to the very end of it and all of London is a computer. Hmm. It just you can't breathe the air because it's just fucking lubricant oils and Hmm. fucking fumes and vents and all this other shit. And like the only like like people don't even live there anymore. Like you just go in to maintain the thing to keep it working. Yeah, that's not an arcology. That's just a massive machine. Well, see, that's 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 actually that leads what that that leads into what I wanted to. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. uh, Coin out. Oh, no, like, but it, it was like a, uh, it, 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 spoiler alert for an old ass book, it, it becomes self-aware in the last yeah. lines, okay. right? Yeah. So yeah. this idea of like the arcology as an organism totally makes sense. See, what, what you're describing is a megastructure. Okay. And a megastructure is different. Like mm-hmm. megastructures and arcologies are not mutually exclusive things. Um, mm-hmm. Like a megastructure is a single, it, yeah, it's a single structure that just continues to grow. Hmm. An arcology is just this self-contained building environment. Once is so yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you like designed a city uh, to have like all connected buildings, then then that would also that would be like an arcology and also a uh, um, and a megastructure at the same time. Okay, like, say, so there Calhoun, can be Calhoun, both, but. You guys right. remember the uh, the the episode on the Walled City of Kowloon? Of right? course, um, absolutely. Yeah, so Kowloon was kind of like a megastructure and an arcology, just mm-hmm. you know, 
nobody was running the damn thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a... They all were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a megastructure is kind of like people are kind of like an afterthought, but like an arcology, it's literally designed for people to live in. Yeah. Right. right yeah. Right. Well, uh, and in a megastructure, I mean, well, in a megastructure, you're still like a... You're still a small part of it, you know. You, right. But you're right. you're more like the bacteria as you're, opposed you're, to you're, a resident. No, no, you're the you're the bacteria inside this larger organism's intestines instead of gotcha. uh, yeah, that makes sense. Instead of like a blood cell, you're like something that doesn't even necessarily like even if uh, even if we lost all of you, then uh, it wouldn't necessarily even matter. Ooh, that becomes extra yeah. cerebral when I think about blame yeah. and like yeah. the, the net terminal yeah, and everything. <laughs> Lamb, yeah, that's that is a mega structure. Like everything that Sukhum oh, sure. has ever made is all about mega structures. He was but, an architect. Yeah. He he plays. Isn't that let it die? Yeah, as well. Yeah, let it yeah. Die. yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So, real life examples. Uh, there's there there's a lot of questions on whether or not it's like still well, it's structurally feasible. It depends on like which architect you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah, uh, like we said, you know, even if you do manage to make this, you know, huge ass building like somehow from collapsing in on itself at any point in time, uh, mm-hmm. you still have to worry about the the ground beneath it. You know, the mm-hmm. how much weight. Um, the ground itself can take and so there are a lot of concepts but um what should what should we do first should we do the concepts first or should we talk about the real life examples well i mean wh- yeah i don't know it's up to you because you know what i'm getting into and it's basically yeah. kind of an example of it but like okay, okay. Yeah. whichever whatever order you think of though all right well let's surprise me yeah let's <laughs> let's go with all right, let's go with the the concepts. Uh, so there, uh, Mazar City was uh, planned for Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great! Bravo! This is gonna be great. Bravo. Uh, it, hey, you know what? It's partially finished. Honestly, oh, I believe it. Cool. I believe uh, it. Sure, it is. I'm sure it's as full as the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Trump, it's, uh, Trump Tower, Chicago. Yeah. You know, like, oh man. Yeah, it's oh god. It's powered by solar, wind, um, uh, solar and wind en- energy, and there's a high focus. There's a high focus on it being self-sustaining and en- energy-wise. Um, if you it, want to imagine what it built- looks like, play Spec Ops: The Line. Oh god, anyway. yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, it. Uh, it's, Built over about six uh, six square kilometers, um, it's meant to house about forty five to fifty thousand people. And since two thousand eight, like the the financial crisis, kind of broke the funding for that. It's the same yeah. with um uh, with what is it called uh, Crystal City in mm-hmm. um in uh, Moscow. Uh, they're gonna make this, and I it's it's very very solary, like it's. It's mm-hmm. it's almost like the spitting image of one of his uh, uh, one of the blueprints that I saw. But it's like this. Okay. It's this very pretty looking. It's kind of like it's shaped like the top of a circus tent, and but it like spirals upwards, and it's very, you know, it's got it's got that breathable skin that they're talking about, except that mm-hmm. it might just be you know like plexiglass or something. Um, and mm-hmm. it's meant to look very uh, pretty, but again. 
the uh, 2008. Well, the uh, it like it, they pulled funding for it in like 2009, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Because of the financial crisis again, uh, which you know, so it's crazy to think that they were actually think this. Uh, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, yeah, one, and, which one well, do you think like, is going to get finished first? It's it's a symbol oh. of corporate prosperity, is what it is. Uh, the Crystal yeah, City was uh, supposed yeah. to house like I think it was supposed to have like nine nine hundred different residences, and it was supposed to reach up to I think something like fifteen hundred feet in height. But okay. you know, according to Solari, uh, before his death, he believed that uh, that all these these ideas for uh, um, I arcologies were very like shallow because they weren't like crystal city is especially wasn't self-sustaining you know it, it was mm-hmm. just it was meant to be kind of like a place for people to live um which is funny because i uh, <laughs> well okay here's some some uh uh quotes from him well he he believed that you know the arcology the idea his idea of the arcology was kind of dead because humankind embraced consumerism and capitalism more this throwaway culture instead of you know uh, instead of an actually green city but um the funny thing is like his own attempt really kind of sucked it's called arcosanti i mentioned it before um okay. yeah they started making it in 1970 um just kind of looks kind of shitty it was built like 70 miles north of uh uh phoenix arizona um Oh, it's built yeah. over uh-huh. <laughs> built over 25 acres and it's got it doesn't really it I don't know it just kind of looks like a complex it looks like a bunch of different buildings like yeah I, I can't, it's, like, it's more like a corporate campus than an arcology there there are I guess I'm sure that you can um get to every building in like a controlled environment you can i'm sure that there are Mm. tunnels underneath all the buildings but um it features an amphitheater a boundary well it's so it's still partially finished but like they've never had more than 150 people working at this place yeah i was just about to ask it's supposed to be it's supposed to house up to five thousand people um Mm. so but it does have an amphitheater uh a uh it has residences it's got a gift shop and gift shop cafe and visitor center five stories um and a swimming pool a greenhouse and a two different found well like a bell foundry this is this is their main expo export is a bell foundry and a ceramics production facility that also makes bells I'm sorry. Am I the only one who's like freaked the fuck out of the idea of being trapped underground in Phoenix, fucking Arizona? Oh man. I mean, like, I'm more freaked out. I just, I feel like, like I'll be in the subway. Those like 150 people that live there, that's got to be a cult, right? I'd rather live in Abu Dhabi, and that's Abu Dhabi. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're. I will. Also, also, the average salary of these of these workers that. between like 70 and 150 people that work here um they they get about minimum wage <laughs> so no wonder this place like hasn't taken off they're choosing right? to be there I, uh, yeah this is not this is not going to be like a coca-cola test market <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they're, they're not getting the so it's mainstream. It, 
from what I read, there are no, like, I mean, maybe they have, you know, some, uh, like, solar power or wind power installations there, but, you know, not that I found. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe they figured so it, is, it out. It is not maybe they some, figured it out. Like, maybe they're happy as fuck. Maybe. maybe. I mean, maybe. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, would that be so bad? Would it? See, yeah, it, I, I mean, so. it doesn't even look like that bad a place to live, I guess. It's just, you know, it. Yeah, as long as they it ain't doing really... any, like, F LDS shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, like... I don't know. I just get I get bad <laughs> vibes from this place for some reason. I think because, because it's in Arizona. Because it's main. Well, no, not just. Because, a... Not because of that, necessarily. It's because. The main in like, it doesn't even that's have a self-sustaining a economy. Is what I'm yeah. saying. It, it's production. Well, that's, that's not it, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it makes bells, which yeah, there's a really there must be a really high market for that, right? Bells yeah. and uh and like and tours for people to come see the great Arco Santi. You know, a lot of that. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah, why yeah. again. They don't pay their people very much. Yeah. We are going. We are going to go there. That's a Patreon <laughs> goal. We will do a live episode there. Oh, to yes. the amphitheater. <laughs> In the amphitheater. With like the four people who have heard of a podcast. You know, like, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Anyways, oh, God. That's uh, some, some other theoretical uh, or some other planned arcologies. There was the Boston Arcology which was supposed okay. to be built off of the sh shore of Boston. Uh, it's mm -hmm. supposed to ha house up to 15,000 people. It was going to be like a floating commons. Um, it was going to be wicked. It was going to be wicked sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be, but again, that got fucked by the uh, 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 2008 financial crisis. That kind of makes uh, sense, though. I'll, I'll just blame the Red Sox. Yeah, do that. Mm -hmm. That makes more sense. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of like get what they were trying to do with that one, because New York has the same thing where it's like, Although with the way, you know, global warming's making the oceans violent, I'm not entirely sure it's a good idea now. But like it made yeah. sense at the time because it's kind of like you can't really build anymore. So mm -hmm. <laughs> New York's been having that yeah. that problem because they're surrounded by nature reserves. So they just can't oh, like, yeah, kill sure. everything outside of its limits. Hong Isn't Kong. like 15% of Manhattan just built on garbage yeah. down at the south end? <laughs> oh, tunnels, <laughs> I'm garbage. Not, I mean, that's not that's even a not joke. Even a, yeah, like, literally, not, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, I'm not uh, talking Hong, shit at all. <laughs> Hong Kong can't uh, can't build up, well, can't build out anymore either. So Disneyland in Hong Kong is built on an island literally made out of trash. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you yeah. Fuck, there's a mountain here in Virginia called Mount Trashmore. <laughs> awesome. And they literally it's just a big land, stuff now, yeah, but it's this gigantic built. fucking mound of like shit. I mean, on a long enough yeah. timeline, every every city is built on garbage. Like, yeah, true that. You yeah, know. true that. True. Some especially, several times. Yeah, especially the way that we uh, uh, the way we were burying people. Uh, didn't you see that documentary? Balling. Didn't you see that documentary? Uh, Poltergeist. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. They moved the stones, but they didn't move the bodies. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, anyways, uh, other planned or other concepts for arcologies include Harvest City, which is supposed to be like a weather-resistant ag center in Haiti, which, you yeah. know, would have been a, a really good idea, I think. Yeah, I uh, think that would have helped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to live in Haiti, you know, like, give people a place to Makes live that might not, you know, like... Get right. I mean, just like a better storm shelter, considering how many like fucking natural disasters they get hit with. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, oh, God, and yeah. the cool thing about it, too, is that, you know, since it's a self-contained environment, you know, they would be able to grow their crops on the inside of this this building. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, we haven't really seen any of that, uh, any, anything come to fruition for that. Uh, there's the New Orleans Arcology Habitat, which kind of the same idea. Um, it was supposed to house a 40,000 population. If you Google Arcology, it's the first image that comes up. It's it's, okay. it's this tetrahedron uh like this tetrahedral looking building with a lot of negative space in the middle um and but yeah it's it's, but it was also like the same idea as the the boston arcology um new orleans has like a history of like science fiction-esque ideas to like manage their horrendously violent weather so like even like that Mm -hmm. like the you guys heard about the sea walls like the idea to Mm -hmm. like build these gigantic fuck off walls to like literally just shield New Orleans from storms. Uh, they probably would have worked, yeah. but like the, again, financial, you know, caved in. They never yep. did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably lasts as long as that dipshit that tried to make an island down in fucking Tonga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh. And yeah, I mentioned the Crystal Island, which you know it would have yeah. been it would have been the largest building um in the world by floor space. It would have had two point five million square feet. Wow. Jesus. But what? anyways, yeah. so the closest <laughs> the closest things that we have in real life, uh, first of all, I guess I should start off with the Halley Research Station in mm-hmm. Antarctica. So it's a research oh, yeah. facility by some British uh, research company. I don't know. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it is. Um, but it, it just kind of looks like a bunch of train cars on stilts. Um, mm-hmm. And it supports up to 70 people. Um during the winter season, yeah, they'll have like uh, 70. And then in the summer, they'll have like a skeleton crew of about 16. This is about as close to really self-sustaining as we've ever gotten, mm. <laughs> unfortunately. It's like living on this, the moon. Yeah. Like I said. <laughs> as, as featured in that documentary, John Carpenter's The Thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so it, yeah, it looks like a bunch of like kind of oddly shaped uh train carts on stilts for you know weather resistance because you know it snows a lot in antarctica and there are a lot of snow drifts in antarctica um oh yeah but you know they've got they've got they can provide for all your needs they they've got like a for all your needs not Mm -hmm. your wants not the luxuries that you're right right yeah Um, right so you know they've got like little living domiciles they've got uh galley they've got um labs uh, and it's all like solar powered, I believe. Um, See, yeah, that makes sense so, though, because it, it, it um, like it is li- like living on the moon. Because during winter, like if you go outside and breathe in, you can die. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. You, you've just crystallized the inside of your lungs. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, Congrats. Starting out small makes sense for this kind of thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, you have to. You have you to. Know? Yeah, and, and I mean, it's a self-sustaining society. I don't know how they get their food. I'm sure that like oh maybe- just. It's either sure. trucked in or or they just. Uh, How do you think they fish? get down to the skeleton crew, dude? <laughs> <laughs> just so much. Start down to forty. Mm, start at forty, and then you get down to eight by winter. I mean, yeah. you know, you yeah. eating, eating good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going a little Christ. south of that, there's there is a town in well in Alaska called Whittier. It's got a population okay. of two uh, two hundred. It used to be an army barracks. This building. It's uh. It's called. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like B E G I C H, Begich. Okay. 
Baggage. Okay. I don't know. Sure. Um, we'll baggage that. Towers. Uh, it's a 14-story building, and it houses the police station, post office, general store, hospital, church, and municipal offices, as well as residences for these 200 citizens inside. Wow. The uh, inside this one building. That's like a. That and sounds like a special type of hell. It sounds like. Uh, it sounds like it could get really like. Um, like many it? peach trees. I'm no. I'm just thinking of uh, <laughs> what. What is it called? The Overlook. Oh, it makes yeah. me think of the Overlook quite a bit, honestly. The oh, Overlook boy. Hotel. Um, yeah. Boy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> except Red Rum. Except two hundred <laughs> people. That's a good movie, actually. Somebody go yeah. make that. Oh shit! That's Somebody a... make that in Whittier. Like seriously, yeah. you know, oh, just man. hire everybody that lives there, and you know, just build a story around it. I would, you know, I would have more. Man, no, I would not go there. Um, I'm terrified not, of those people. Honestly. Not a Patreon goal. That's yeah, what I'm no, saying, we're, not, dude. we're never going to go there. I like. Yeah, they need to get a radio station put onto uh, that that app. They need to start that would be music out of that fucking. That thing. would be a good way to gauge the the uh, spirit of the two hundred people who right. live in the self contained right. fucking bunker. Oh, and the, uh, yeah, and the school is attached to like it's it's not in the building itself. It's in a separate building attached by a tunnel, which I think is uh, interesting. Good idea. Yeah, that's good uh, idea. Well, I mean, Minnesota does that. Like, or, or what? Oh, yeah. What am I? Is it Minnesota? Where they in the like St. Paul and shit? They have the yeah. skyway. Well, yeah, which yeah. is like. No, tunnels was, between the buildings in, and shit? I was just in St. Paul, and yeah, I went all, all around the... I mean, this is also kind of what got me thinking about Arcologies a bit, too. Was, That's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walking around downtown and going through all the skyways just because you can, you know? Yeah. Like, right. Without your skin falling off yeah. because it's fucking 50 below and breezy. Yeah, it, because it's... Because, you know, Minnesota has even more hellish weather than Michigan does. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's... that. I, I wanted to bring up, like, that a little bit. It's... That's that's not exactly like archaeology. It's a little no. bit more, uh, but it it's a step. convenience. It's a step towards you know what what yeah. we're what we're looking for making uh, cities um, livable. Then there's also yeah. Then there's also the the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, yeah, which is which you know it started off as like a I I don't know if it was planned this way or the trashiest uh, of archaeologies. Yep. <laughs> It's yeah. almost the, well, like the opposite perversion of the idea, too, yeah, at the yeah. same time. Cause like, <laughs> because Las Vegas can't sustain itself whatsoever. Like, There's uh, no water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no water. So You live in a fucking so, desert. So if you were going to make an arcology, I think that... I, and this is another, another thing for the merits <laughs> of the arcology is... I think that humankind should be like trying to live in different places, like in yeah, yeah. more inhospitable. Like if we want to progress as a society, we want to uh, like live in more inhospitable places and like thrive while doing that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But imagine uh, doing oh, yeah. that. That makes the argument of like making one in Antarctica or in, you sure. know, in fucking Las Vegas. Okay. Sure. But imagine oh. that, but it's the circus circus arcology. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah exactly so i don't know if it was planned this way but the las vegas strip is uh is a is like a just a couple miles worth of like casinos restaurants hotels etc uh connected by underground tunnels and hmm. uh and like mass transit systems oh, oh um, you mean you mean the hyperloop <laughs> oh god you mean the single lane <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I think that was I think that was a, a different kind of I think I think it was built like 
next to the Las Vegas yeah, Strip. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's this is still a better idea than the boring whatever company. that is. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so that's so that's kind of like the closest that we can get. Uh, or well, not. I mean, not we've, also, we've also like, got well, like you like you mentioned the Burj Khalifa. It's it is mm-hmm. it is like almost arcology esque. Not if you just look at the building itself, but it is right, right. next to the world's largest shopping mall. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and you know the original design for a shopping mall was just meant to be like a, a, a like walkable area where you would have access to a pharmacy a hospital a yeah fire department yeah you know yeah, what i mean like the it, mall it was, was almost built in really like yeah, right the like the arcology is just like it, it was like a more humane version of this where you just rearrange neighborhoods yeah. and so instead of having to have one really large hospital that was only where like like the rich people live close to it and the poorer you were the further away you were yeah. they would just have smaller hospitals that could handle like this neighborhood this zip code this cube as it were like this square Mm -hmm. and it the guy that designed them when he saw what they turned into he's just like you fucking idiots you know (laughs) this is it well like you these are all like i can't get my ears pierced but like then what you know like yeah Yeah, it's like uh like solari you know looking at the crystal city and being like wow that's a really shallow version of uh he molested his daughter i don't give a shit what he thinks yeah exactly yeah 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 fuck that guy um, yeah, I, I'm gonna steal your idea and forget your name. Exactly. So that's what's up. There's also uh, Shanghai Tower in obviously Shanghai, um, mm-hmm. it, which is made out of like nine, like kind of like twisty cylindrical buildings, and it's described this. It's actually described this way: they are nine cylindrical buildings stacked on top of one another. It hmm. coming out to a total of 128 floors. I love each. Chinese architecture. It's all about like light yeah, and no, space. Is, like unlike yeah. our architecture, which is all cramped, like our apartments suck. Like everything's cramped. Oh, Chinese God. architecture is all about like light. And I really, I yeah. really dig that. Well, well, well this Chinese boring, architecture, man. guys, uh, it's not. Uh, oh, really? This, Who built this it? Chinese... Well, I, I don't know. Oh, is, is it that guy that tried to make the, uh, the campus the uh, building? The know. cube, uh, it fucking yeah. moron. But uh, yeah, so each building has this atrium that features gardens, cafes, restaurants, and retail space. Okay, you know, it, it accommodates fifteen thousand people daily, and there is a two hundred fifty-eight room hotel that is housed mm. inside Shanghai Tower. So it's a mall, it's, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a vertical mall more or less, but like you know, you could convert it into like something arcology esque. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that's probably as close as we're gonna get vertical, like in terms of like you know, mega structural tower yeah. towers or whatever. Um, I mean, but, hey, if anything, but, this is, should inspire you to be like, there's a lot of abandoned malls in America, and you know, with a little work, you too can make like a town in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. just make sure the plumbing works. Yeah, yeah, that's kind <laughs> of important. Yeah, uh, but you know, this made me think of like other examples that I've heard of in the past, like LAX, you know, it, mm-hmm. LAX is not self-sustaining. Um, Thank God. Single, single uh, purpose is as a transit station, but like we have made towns as transit stations for like, uh, the only train before the only airport, only airport I've ever been in that I liked was in Atlanta. And the reason for that is because it has a gigantic smoking section. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
But every yeah. other fucking one, they like they make you get there early and then you get to sit there forever and then there's delays and it's like it's been four hours. I need a cigarette and I'm not going through security again. Yeah. Well, like I'm just not doing it. The the even like the the uh, St. Paul and Minneapolis, the the Twin Cities airport, huge, mm-hmm. huge place. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Or at least to me, to, you know, a country bumpkin who hasn't seen like the largest building that I saw for a long time in person was, you know, the uh was a, a football stadium um, oh that's adorable i love it so yeah i so lax is like the third oh. busiest airport in the world and it employs 133,000 people over yeah. nine terminals wow. there are at least 10,000 employees there on a daily basis um, that sounds like a like yeah, at any given fucking nightmare time. yeah and that's it's its own economy though is what i'm saying mm-hmm. um, no 100% 100% yeah it like not just the, the travel aspect, but like the retail there is all, it just, it brings in so much revenue. Um, Fuck, that makes, and, that actually makes me think about something. Disney World, is that narcology? Uh, no. I'm going to say is no. That a corporate Mega town? Country. Nope. A corporate town? I would, nope. I would say it's more of a company. A town. city state? It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, if you start it's seeing, an entertainment if you start experience. Seeing, if you start seeing <laughs> Disneyland enclosed, like if they start putting a dome up, it's going to happen. We, it's then, gonna then happen. We'll talk. They just start. You it's know what? Happen. I've never seen inside that Epcot sphere. So I'm wondering <laughs> if they're just like all the people who have died at Disney World are just getting packed in there and like made into a slurry. <laughs> God. It's the slurry they use to feed the yeah, guy what, that like dresses up like yeah, Pluto. Yeah, yeah. No, I think as the weather gets worse. The corn dogs are people. <laughs> The corn dogs are people. I think if the weather like, gets worse, which it will, I think they might put a dome over it. Yeah, and okay, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. But I was also thinking about like the Tesla Gigafactories that we that yeah. are popping That's, up all over. What the makes them giga? Gigantic, huge. Yeah. I don't well, understand them. The floor Explain space, them to me. The floor, the floor space. They're just big. They're just they're huge. That's they it. are massive. They're stupid big. Like it, it will take you. Yeah. I think it'll take you at least like I don't. I don't. I, I don't know exactly how. Like. I feel like it, that would be a 10 minute walk to get from one end to the other, just from the outside. Might, might be more. Yeah. yeah. Might be I more. Mean, it's, they're big. Yeah. Uh, or like uh, the Amazon distribution center in Tijuana. You guys have seen pictures of that. I mean, it's just, uh, it is very close to um, like, so it, uh, well, if you haven't seen a picture of it, just look it up. It looks Amazon like a big center. square from it's, space. Yeah. It is yeah, it is a it, it is a giant square, but it is surrounded by all these trailer homes. And yeah. so it's one of the most cyberpunk images of like the past two yeah, years. It's pretty desperate. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so if what's like if that they, nomad land if they yeah. decided to say if they decided to say build, you know, dormitories on top of it, then you would have essentially well, it would be a company town. Um there wouldn't be an arcology yet, but uh, well, until um, but until they start taking ideas from IKEA and like other superstores like Walmart mm. and stuff, because you know right. you notice like they're all IKEA's like, in a car. Which yeah, I was going to say the people. yeah the IKEA car. car. <laughs> IKEA terrifies me, guys. Like I mean, I don't like them. Yeah, yeah, not a fan. I don't like how they heard you through the whole place, and then you yeah. know, and then you get to the entrance and you see like a Starbucks and or well like. In any given superstore that you go to, there's a fucking lens crafters. There's a fucking 
Uh, oh yeah, Jim's on a bank. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a sandwich <laughs> shop of some. I just sort, think you it, know? You in addition tell. to the shit you can get at the fucking deli. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, I just think yeah. of the SCP you where you're just trapped this... in an endless IKEA. No, we we got a we got a Barnes and Noble here, and it has a Starbucks in it, of course, because they come like standard. Yeah. But literally, literally at the end of the driveway to leave the the fucking Barnes and Noble, if you it, like immediately to your right is another Starbucks. Yep, and it's like. Have we achieved like that Sch- Schrodinger Starbucks yet where there's like a Starbucks <laughs> within a Starbucks? Like, uh, well, yeah. hypercube Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that is kind of like the neoliberal wet dream is consolidating all of these businesses and like just putting them all, centralizing them, putting them all in yeah. one single space. And that's terrifying. Because the arcology in uh, in like an urban center that you you know you saw in Blade Runner twenty uh, and Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine it's like those are symbols of corporate prosperity. Oh, and they they were also mentioned in Neuromancer, and I think part of Count Zero also takes place in arcology. Um, yeah, but yeah. that's aside. But here's here's my theory on the uh, on where what the future of the arcology is like it's because you know it being a symbol of corporate prosperity wasn't like i mean obviously it's not good for the individual anyways but uh it just right. means that you know these fuckers were really rich you are um, a blood but, cell yeah um but so like i said the weather is just Q- gonna Q- keep bezos getting... thinking everybody for letting him go into space God. you know yeah like, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's the new big stupid building. Well, that's what I'm saying is, yeah. well, because this is not only like it's, it's, this can, an arcology can also be seen as like stepping stone towards like actually livable space stations. Um, mm-hmm. But so this, the, the self-controlled, like the self-contained climate controlled and like low greenhouse gas producing idea and just, the idea of all this convenience at your fingertips, you know, free mm-hmm. Wi-Fi or whatever. Uh, Fifth in, element in your in your little in your little dormitory, your little uh, pod cell. Um, yeah, it's 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 fucking Bruce Willis waking up in the fifth element, yeah. getting his like mostly filter cigarette from his dispenser. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the weather's only going to get worse from here, guys, and mm-hmm. we, we are not seeing any signs. It doesn't even matter what. I mean, I, I don't want to say it doesn't even matter what you and I do, but like, I, uh, I mean, it's it's clear that you know, Corporation SpaceX puts out like all of Elon Musk's businesses combined are doing much more harm to the Earth than like the entire population of America's cars could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. They talk about how eco-friendly the car is. It's like, yeah, but the production of that, car yeah, yeah, that is. is- Murdering. fucking it's worse than like volkswagen every time every time you know? a spacex rocket goes into the atmosphere it pours in more carbon dioxide than like 130,000 <sighs> oh, you know i get being nostalgic for the 80s and all that shit but he seems to be nostalgic for the hole in the ozone layer and that's a weird weird yeah flex. he just wants that yeah. sweet you know? sweet solar radiation so he could become the eldritch horror he was always meant to be <laughs> Half of his cars have been recalled out. Yeah, no. You know, his cars are hilariously bad. Yeah. So the idea behind the arcology, like, it doesn't sound great right now, 
it I don't think it'll ever really sound that great. But you know, in twenty, forty years when the the Earth's uh uh weather system has completely deteriorated and you don't know if you're gonna get hit with a hurricane or with like a fucking I don't know. Solar flare. Solar yeah, flare. solar yeah. flare. <laughs> if it, we don't get nuked in the next two years, you know, fucking that's my next big hope. Yeah, um, well, big, big uh, fucking tongue of fire. So if the Earth is literally trying to kill you at any point, any given point in time in the future, then finding a place to like escape to and just have peace and quiet, theoretically, uh, and on top of probably having a job or not having a job and starving, um, mm. like that's going to seem pretty attractive to people. Just it's going to be marketed similar to the way that the suburbs were in the 1950s. You know, like that was. A whole system of just trying to get people into safer neighborhoods, quote unquote. Um, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. White. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't think it would be like as oriented on like this whole mass produced American dream idea at so much as, hey, you're you're dying of dehydration and also uh hypothermia at the same time. So uh, why not come live here? We'll we'll give you the stuff that you want. You'll get free like Wi-Fi. That, you know? It's like that David Cross joke. He's like, uh, you know, pe people are like overweight, but also malnourished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So because you know, yeah. So it's, and it, it's that's and it's not only it's attractive uh, for it would be attractive to you know corporate ent entities for that reason. Uh, yeah. For one thing, but it all it would also be useful, you know. Again, uh, in the space race for idiots, um, in yeah. making you know a contained and controlled, hospitable environment that we could maybe you know uh, build on other planets. We um, well, we will keep you safe. Conveniently, I have some information well, about that. That's true. I'm not, not quite <laughs> not quite done yet, but. It would also make surveillance incredibly easy since everything oh, yeah. would be centralized and everything would be wired and connected. So the yeah. concept isn't even like, it's not utopian. It never was utopian. It's, it's an elitist idea and it always has been and it always will be. But like the way that we're doing it now, we wouldn't even build one that would fucking like be actually self-contained because the idiots who are behind this don't care if it works. They just care if it's there. Well, it's just, you know, you, know, you get... well, they haven't, they haven't made the, the, like any key realizations about how hard it is to basically make a, you know, Schenectady, New York yeah. situation or yeah. Schenectady. Um, yeah. You know, like it's, you, you, it's, it's like, it's like Carl Sagan said, <laughs> this is my, one of my favorite quotes by him. He's like, if you want to make an apple pie from scratch, first you need to invent the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. And, and yeah. you know what he clearly, you know what he's talking about there is just that like that doesn't exist. Like you are a product as well, and like yeah. there are things that you need in order to live, and there are a billion billion questions you haven't even begun to ask about how all of these things that are all around us interact. Yeah, like we we don't understand the Earth at all. We haven't even fucking we don't even know what's going on in the ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like now, now we're taking these big swings for these arcologies like every so often. And it's, it's comical hubris. Like it's oh, yeah. like, we all see it and it is aspirational. It's a thing that we would love to see, frankly. Like it's, it's just like, Hey, oh, look, we've made it, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. 
But I don't want to live not, there. I would never want to live there. Well, no, and, matter, and, and that's because if, we even is, if uh, this is like a solar punk dream, and yeah. you know it is completely self sustaining, and it's got these cool ass uh, like hydroponic farms that are making genetically engineered uh, fruits and shit. But like, just uh, it's uh, you're just part of a different community. There's there's a fundamental well, you know, flaw to this idea, and. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> and it's I mean, it's there, because it's that... it's not egalitarian, and it never has been. It's it's making a utopia for the one percent, as it always yeah. has been. Yeah, and just, you know, just, and you know, maybe and, and all you ever if you if you don't under if you don't like get exactly what we're going for here, if you've ever worked as a server on a Sunday <laughs> after church, you'll know exactly what we're talking about because yeah. like. These people who just praise their Lord came in and now they're calling you a dumb fuck because you didn't give them a fork on like fast enough, you know? Yep, and it's like, yep. yeah, hey, this they, is who you're going to be repented. living with in the same city. Yeah, they repented. Now they're, now, now it's fine. Like, they can, yeah, now the tank's empty and they yeah, got to, yeah. Because, like, God. okay, so if narcology, uh, now fill so up. if narcology from Shadow Link Sense is you would just become an extension of the CEO's body, where, where's the other way this goes? Well, I, it can be. Look, there's this this statement that has been interpreted and misinterpreted and re-misinterpreted over and over again, where it's like, um, you'll want nothing, you'll want nothing and you'll like it. Mm-hmm. And some people see that as like, that is the, the, the entire system is just going to like, you're not going to have anything and you're going to fucking thank us for the privilege of not having anything. And the other way to look at that is, wow, I don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't need a lease on a car payment. Yeah. I don't I, I, I don't need to be paying like, you know, three times the amount of a mortgage for rent and not, you know, build equity. You know, like it's like, like if we can get rid of all the bullshit need... in the intermediate assets, we can actually make something that works. Yeah, credit scores. This is the biggest scam ever. Yeah. I don't need I don't need a lot of space. Like if uh if yeah. you gave me like a fucking closet with Wi Fi access and you know the VR hat. Uh, oh, I, I do. I'll be fine. Maybe I do. I need. Maybe. I need to yeah. run naked through fields. Like I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> but that's, that's what the botanical I... gardens would be for. You know. I've learned an <laughs> awful lot about myself during this plague. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, it's all pretty great. So, <laughs> coin ops. Take it. Take yeah. What, what, yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the flip side now, of that coin? Well, we're we're talking about arcologies. You know. It's, some goofballs tried something <laughs> that was really crazy. <laughs> and, you know, I have I have a lot of fucking feelings about it. And so many that I went down this massive, insane fucking rabbit hole. And so right now, what I'm going to do is basically give you guys an overview um, into uh, the Biosphere 2. And uh, uh, what, please, okay, elucidate. So what, what years uh, were you born? Uh, I was born in 89. 1992. Oh, baby. Okay. The year before Shadow Link was born, um, this thing opened in Oracle, Arizona, called Biosphere 2. I I was a sophomore in high school. (laughs) I love science shit still, even though I had just basically barely gotten through biology class, because it turns out, um, you, you know how some people don't like cilantro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I projectile vomit when I smell formaldehyde, mm. and I can't do anything about Damn. it. Not a mortician, and so it was real hard for me to get through dissection. Like I didn't have to; I just took like a quiz yeah, or something. Yeah. 
So like, anyway, um, but you know, so I, I still love science shit in, 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 in spite of that. And in the wake of like the Challenger disaster, there really wasn't a whole hell of a lot going on in like say space news or anything. Yeah. Right. So this thing would have to do. They're, they're talking about this thing. The biosphere two is, is all of my notes are basically coming from like <laughs> Wikipedia. Let's just be okay. honest. Okay. But I also listened to you about four or five podcasts about this and uh, did a bunch of like external reading. I've got like 17 tabs like devoted to this. And that's why we're just going to do the little intro here where I riff a little bit. And then in the coming weeks, you're going to be getting Biosphere Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, Ooh. possibly 3. Yeah, because oh, yeah. uh, this this gets into some craze balls shit beyond <laughs> the fucking <laughs> thing itself. Like it's bonkers. So anyway. Biosphere 2 is basically what like uh, Wikipedia calls an American Earth System Science Research Facility, which is just like an awful lot of words for a couple of geodesic domes and some you know, buildings. Sure. Now, the structure itself uh, was uh, 3.14 acres, mm. which I thought was cute. Not a lot of space. Um, yeah. But it's pretty big. It's a that's three acres like that. You're only putting eight people. Oh, in. Well, that's fair. OK, yeah. it was constructed between 87 and 91. And it was built basically as an artificial, artificially closed ecological system. And they also call these like vivariums. Mm -hmm. It's uh, this is the largest of its kind. And it was built to study the viability of closed systems with regards to space travel, space expeditions, moon bases, stuff like that. You know, undersea, whatever, like desert. Whatever. Yeah. They, yeah. This thing is airtight. That is what they're trying to do. And nothing is completely airtight. We're going to get into that. But like this had it leaked less oxygen than the space shuttle does. wow like i didn't know that the space shuttle leaks like 20 percent a week or some fucking shit Dang. you know they gotta hit the tanks and this shit lasted months huh. you know um and they did some really clever shit it contained seven separate and distinct biomes okay it had a rainforest biome which was 1900 square meters or 20,000 square feet an yeah. ocean with a coral reef that was 850 square meters or 900 9100 square feet there was a mangrove wetlands, which was 450 square meters or 4,800 square feet. A savanna grassland, which was 1,300 square meters or 14,000 square feet. And a fog desert, which I had to look up at 1,400 square meters and 15,000 square What's feet. What's a fog desert? A fog desert basically yeah. is just a desert, but enough fog brings moisture over it to keep some of like the, the succulents alive. Wow. Okay. You okay. know, cool. Uh, these these exist anywhere. Like it's yeah. why they, I, I never heard the term before. I was like, "What's special about?" It? Oh, oh, just it gets fog. Cool. Um, uh, another yeah. Looking at, looking at it, it looks it looks a lot like Arcosanti. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool looking. Yeah, actually. like it's yeah. it's it's very much like Space nineteen ninety nine yeah. kind of. Yeah. Uh, Logan's Run, uh, very much silent very running. Much, uh, I was gonna say it looks very much like something that you would see in a 1970s science fiction flick. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Silent Running. This reminded me the most of just like that's such an underrated movie. Anyway, so it has like an agricultural system is one of the areas where they farmed. It's like 27,000 square feet, 2,500 square meters, mm -hmm. and then there was like the human habitat, living spaces, and what they called the lungs. And we're gonna get to that. The lungs are cool. The like, lungs are probably my favorite idea about this whole fucking thing. And for, we've already kind of touched on why um, yeah. earlier, uh, but much of the in infrastructure was underground, such as like your, your power, your piping systems for hot and cold water, which were independent. Yeah. But then there was like also the passive solar input through the glass panes throughout much of the facility. Because you see it, it's just these giant geodesic domes and stuff. Yeah. 
Electrified power was supplied into the facility from an on-site natural energy, like gas center, like a natural gas energy center. And we're going to get into this like more later because I found conflicting reports on this, including use of a diesel generator for a uh. time. Um, it's really tricky. But like the thing about this being <laughs> solar is that, you know, uh, in the sunlight, it's going to expand. Yep. And at night, it's going to contract. Yep. And that could cause... Now, these things are fucking airtight. Wait, ha- every single one yeah. of these panes of glass, everything about this is they're airtight. And um, so how, how do you deal with that? Well, the way they dealt with it was they put these giant things called like that they called lungs into the building. And when the air pressure would increase from the heat, it just filled the fucking bags up. So the yeah. structure didn't move at all. Oh, oh that is actually really smart. I know, right? I was like, well, fuck me. There was a lot. Because here's the thing you have to understand is that this was a like all over the news. Yeah. Like this was this was like man, I hate to bring this. It It was like when Chris McAuliffe was gonna go on the challenger. It was this media event. There was this excitement about it, this buzz about it. But there was something slightly off. Mm. See, like nowadays you see these dipshits get on a blue fucking origin, you know, capsule, Mm -hmm. and they try to make it a big fucking deal. And like this was the last time that was cool. Like Biosphere right. Two was the last time like corporate ish types would be going into a situation like that. Not, not to say that the people who went into it were necessarily corporate. This was backed by a billionaire. It cost two hundred million to make. Okay, but the intent behind it seemed to be a good one. Like this cat was really. It, we're gonna get into more of that later. Like the, yeah. the the people behind the scenes. And anyway, it was used as intended twice. From 1991 to 1993, where they ran into problems of low caloric intake, low oxygen, and a hostile schism between half of the team that wanted to see the experiment through to the end no matter what, and the half of the team that wanted to not fucking suffocate. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, how we, uh-huh. that's how you get cannibals. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 There was only eight of them. You know, there were four men, four women. And uh, they formed teams. Oh, like, sure. they threw fucking beakers yeah, on the I'm ground looking at, I'm looking at uh, pictures of them. I yeah. love that they're all just wearing red jumpsuits. It's beautiful. <laughs> I think they, I can't remember if they wore red on the way in and then blue on the way out. They had, because mm-hmm. uh, they, they did the jumpsuit thing twice. Mm-hmm. And it was just when they went in and when they went Was out. the blue to like, um, you know, exaggerate the blood from eating their fellow uh, members? Like... Oh, no, no. It could, it's actually way cooler and way funnier. Okay. <laughs> like, um, but like, there were also massive die-offs of like plant and animal life due to the density and diversity mm-hmm. of each. Yeah. Like, kind of the idea here was to throw as much as you could at the wall and see what. I mean, happened. it's ambitious. This wasn't. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. This wasn't necessarily a like this is going to work. This is this was a uh, let's see what works. Yeah. Like this was literally the first time anyone's like ever kind of like sat down at this scale and tried to live completely isolated for two years. That was the yeah. idea. It's just like, that's it. Once they close them fucking doors, see you in two years. That was it. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> and then there was, uh, then in 1994, from March to September, they, they ran into many of the same problems. Like they, they, they tried another experiment like the next year. Yeah. But also there was this outside political power struggle and like disputes with regards to the direction of the project, uh, you know, from the people inside versus, a character that you're you're going to be shocked is even a part of this story later and i'm not going to mention them in this episode okay so this is a big fucking ooh. Ooh, teaser yeah um it should be noted that the second experiment did achieve total food sufficiency and did not require more oxygen to be pumped in like huh. the first one we're going to talk about that in a little bit but like these guys pulled it off you know and it ended for nice. dumber reasons that we will not get into here 
Um, in its time, though, it set world records in closed ecological systems, agricultural production, health improvements from the high nutrient, low calorie diet, and insights into how these systems self-organize over time. Mm. So we're talking like they had like, I don't know if it was like 3,800 or 5,800 different species that they shoved into this building. Damn. From a living fucking coral reef. Yeah. <laughs> like that to, alone is um, incredible. <laughs> like a one boar and like 30 some chickens it, like it, it, it was fucking nuts what they did it's it's pretty pretty did impressive all chicken, yeah, did all just, the chickens make it if you don't know anything else about this this is really fun and impressive yeah <laughs> like so it should be noted that at that time a lot of the news coverage seemed to frame it as the sort of experiment that could have a fail state like i mentioned right as opposed to an initial probe into these problems to see where we were and what we were capable of right yeah, it was just this opening salvo of curiosity set to study some of the interlocking systems of our world to, to test the viability of a hermetically sealed habitat. Yeah, to maybe begin to see if leaving the Earth could even happen in a more permanent sense. Yeah, and it should also be noted that Biosphere Two was treated like a novelty as opposed to a scientific project, mm. and it makes sense in a way. Yeah. The facility looks interesting with the steel tubing and geodesic domes, very sci-fi, conjuring you know movie images and shit. Yeah, and then there was this like gosh wow look at this thing vibe all the media did this all the news yeah. stories did this and then about two weeks into the experiment a crew member cut off the tip of a finger and was transported ah, to the hospital they just, oh. two fucking weeks two fucking weeks yeah. they do this big goddamn thing all the fucking news stations are there you got like probably al roker you know yeah. and they're all like yeah there they go look at them and everybody's like cheering for them because this is fucking crazy you're gonna lock yourself in a building for two years i can't imagine what that would be like and then <laughs> Two fucking two weeks. Somebody wow. cuts the tip of a finger off. Now that wasn't the biggest problem because it was like, ah, well, shit. This is a bigger problem than we're equipped to fucking deal with. We don't have a doctor on staff. This yeah. isn't the crew of the Enterprise. Yeah. Okay, like they they did, but it wasn't like, oh, that's bad. You know, like they looked at it, and they're like, you gotta go. <laughs> so they're like, yo, get it open. So they go, and they, they they take him to the hospital, they come back, and here's the problem. When they were in the airlock, it was they were spotted bringing a few bags of uh, materials with them. Oh yeah, and. This is where, like, scandal erupted. Like, the whole fucking media turned on him in this moment because they're like, you said you weren't supposed to be bringing stuff in! As opposed to, oh, oh, shit, all right, well, maybe they need to make an adjustment. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, it wasn't, like, a fucking U-Haul backed up and people were just loading, like, gallons of water and fucking, yeah, I think, you know... I think maybe uh, trying to, you know, isolate yourself from the rest of the world for two years? Like... You're gonna miss sorry, weed. No, I can't yeah. imagine. That, that's a, that is a... That's a tall order that's easy yeah all you gotta do for me is just like make sure i can you know eat bananas and <laughs> that's it stock me up with like weed in a playstation i'm fine yeah. you know like it's but anyway so yeah like i said scandal erupted right many asserted that these bags can contain supplies while the team claimed that they were only plastic bags not food or other supplies it's not a good answer no <laughs> no it's not oh it's just plastic ba okay why do you need plastic in this closed system i thought you were trying to anyway. yeah so it didn't it didn't matter the public opinion shifted. Things went from, gosh, wow, look at that, to betting on how badly this experiment is going <laughs> to fuck up. Like, it was... Didn't it, like, actually brutal. bet? Like it, if I remember correctly? Probably. Like, I think there was, like, I believe so, yeah. Rules. I mean, because Vegas... Yeah, Vegas has that, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, like, those weird yeah. speculative... And I, I remember all of this stuff, because I was like, wow, this thing looks neat. What are they going to do, you know? And, um... You know, it was just there was this artificial condition put upon it, namely that Biosphere 2 had to remain completely hermetic in order to be a success when it was like kind of, in fact, like a fact finding mission. Yeah. 
You know, it yeah. was, let's see what's up. Yeah. You know, the team went in optimistic about the project, but quickly came to realize that adaptation and improvisation would factor into the proceedings. They're going to have to. Yeah. Like, oh, nobody's man. ever done like, this before. Yeah. Like, right, right. And, and public opinion did not take that aspect into consideration. Yeah. Biosphere grew to become something of a joke, you know? God. So public still, opinion. Mm, nothing. Yeah. Dickheads. Still, they, things were learned. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. they, they, like it or not, 83% of their diet was agricultural. Bananas, papayas, sweet potatoes, beets, peanuts, lab lab beans, whatever the fuck those are, cowpea beans, rice, and Did beets. they grow those there? And Yeah. Really? Yeah, all wow. of them. Yeah, that was the agricultural uh, nice. like, uh, That's section. That's incredible. They did that. 83% of their diet, right? Yeah. Uh, the first year, the Biospherians reported continual hunger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, oh. even though their health was consistently it, it, like excellent, their health was great. They lost sixteen percent of their body mass, yeah, just in the first wow. year. Yeah. And they toward toward the very end, they started gaining a little bit of weight back. But the problem was most of their food, like most of the bulk of what they were eating, were the sweet potato sweet potatoes. So the beta carotene in them started turning their hands and their skin on. Oh, no. So like motherfuckers would show up. Because you could go to like the biosphere, just get in a car, drive there, and then go and walk around it and like wave at them through the yeah. windows. Yeah. And they would come to the windows and <laughs> one of the Oh no. You're like, what the these fuck is that? You know, like, they did... Why didn't they well and the thing the is, new is human? What one of the women one of the yeah, they're like, yeah, they're you fucking evolved. <laughs> we are becoming, becoming they've made anime real. Um so like <laughs> So they, they, but the, one of them uh, in an inter, like was on a podcast, um, and she was talking about how like it was either her or this other guy, but they mentioned how like yeah man we just watched ourselves get skinnier and skinnier and we just watched a tourist get fatter and fatter. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but that's terrifying. I was like, oh buddy, that's awful. Yeah, but I mean, but but their blood cholesterol, blood pressure were lowered, uh, immune system was enhanced, you Is, know, because these were super nutrient, like high food, very low. Sure, I mean, they and could have solved the the orange some of the issues by just growing like regular potatoes. Mm, but there's Maybe. more well, to think about yeah. with okay. that. You know what I mean? Because they were looking for high nutrient. Because they figured that would be better for you. They didn't realize that if you're going to spend literally like they did four to five hours a day farming, the couple of peanuts at the end of the day aren't going to be enough. So you're working with a caloric, you know, deficiency for a real long time. And in fact, it wasn't until the end of the second year that they gained some weight. uh, That's what happened to uh, medieval serfs is they ate primarily, they were vegetarians because they were forced to because meat was precious and for Mm -hmm. nobility. So that's why a lot of peasants were just hunchback monstrosities is like your Mm -hmm. body does need a little meat. It needs protein. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally. And, you know, they were getting it from the beans and stuff like it, but it wasn't the same. Like your body just digests things. Right. um, and they did, like I said, they had chickens and stuff like that. So, so oh, 17% okay. of their diet was coming from, Egg. you know, these animals or eggs. Yeah. But here's the other thing. They would have a, guess how often they had coffee. Oh, no. From, from oh, their oh, own fuck. beans. Oh, God, like once oh, a year? Every three to four weeks. One cup. Wow. I would just be sucking the blood out of my fellow members. For- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like you, that, would, uh, you would kill someone. I'm drinking a, fat, be, I, a tall boy of like black coffee as we record this. I would not be able a to tourist, a, a, a tourist would, would come up to one of the windows in the one geodesic dome, and they would picture me 
just repeatedly tapping my head against the glass <laughs> like that guy in Jacob's Ladder where he's like not hitting it too hard, but it's all worn away and he's bloody. Yeah. It'd just be me just staring at it, just tapping my head against it, you know, back and forth, back and forth. So like, that's fucking bonkers to me. Yeah. And so this, anyway, so they were using species packing basically is what it was, mm-hmm. right? They, they practiced that to ensure that like food webs could be maintained if uh, some species did not survive. We'll get to that. Um, with regards to the biomes, the fog desert became more like a chaparral <laughs> due to condensation from the frame. Yeah, it's going to happen. So, yeah, just a little too much juice in there. And the savanna was seasonal, and its biomass was pruned and stored by the crew to manage CO2. That, which that's is interesting, cool. yeah. yeah. Rainforest uh, pioneer species, like what you see in cracks in the pavement, for example, had no fucking problem growing. But the trees in there and uh, the savanna suffered from etoliation. It's like where flowering plants grown in partial or no light, mm-hmm. or like they result in long, weak stems and smaller leaves and a discoloration. They're like more yellow. It's a green. very complex ecosystem, though, to try and like artificially make. So, well, yeah. I mean, they were just like throwing oh, yeah. all the rainforest. Shit in there. Like they went yeah. dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But then there's a problem that none of us have ever thought of before. And this is, this gives me like a little chill when I think about it. Trees also developed weakness caused by lack of stress uh, wood. There's a thing called stress wood, which occurs in response to wind. Huh? Uh, yeah. Huh. That's true. That's I, I would never thought yeah, of never that. never fucking thought no. of huh. And that's the point of this whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's the whole fucking point of it. We would miss it's wind, like, wouldn't oh, we? Yeah. 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 You, you know, because that's what gives it its strength. Like, it bends. It doesn't break. This stuff is just, like, jelly. You know, like yeah. the, the fucking... Oh, my man, God, it's tree exercise. Is... Right. Holy yeah, shit. crazy I'd, I'd be like think those... of it as a living organism. Yeah, those would just, like, once they grew to a certain point, I think they would, they would just fall apart, wouldn't they? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, I'd be really, really curious to see if they just let one fucking go in there until <laughs> it was, like, it just, like, gushed. Yeah. You know? What's like, a fat just... tree look like? <laughs> yeah so it's an end it's an <laughs> <laughs> so but the, like what, what another cool thing is like the coral reef it actually did reproduce in their ocean that's, see, that's oh, cool as nice. shit though yeah that's cool yeah that's incredible and yeah, the, they would have well, to the set up like figured out um, in like the the rainforest then they would have to set up like giant fan systems then for something yes yeah. Here's your, your daily allot, allotted hour of wind. Yeah, here's your cardio. <laughs> yes. Tree cardio. That's my new TikTok trend. We <laughs> laugh, but that could work. But like uh, the, the way they kept the coral going was they the crew manually like harvested the algae and they manipulated the calcium carbonate and mm-hmm. pH levels to reduce acidity and they installed an improved protein skimmer to supplement the algae turf scrubber originally installed to remove excess nutrients. Huh. They figured out like Hey, we don't have to kill all the fucking coral reefs. And this is the big where people started noticing like what the conditions were, why we were talking about the great coral reef dying off and what died, why it's such a big deal and stuff. Like this is why they know that they found that out here basically before the question was really being asked. Um, Now, because of how much was concentrated in such a small space, I love this word biogeochemical cycles fluctuated more rapidly and more quickly than in the outside. So as a result, that's just all everything that interacts yeah. has cycles. Okay. You know what I mean? Like there's harvesting, you gotcha. know what I mean? And then there's planting and there's like eating and pooping and gotcha. all of it. It's just all of it is part of a larger mega meta structure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like as a result, 
most of the vertebrate species and almost all of the pollinating insects died. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's not great. That had to smell real bad. Um, <laughs> cockroaches, though, they got it on. Cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, cockroaches right. was like, what up, dog? We love this. And then, uh, but that wasn't the worst part. Cockroaches, you could probably eat, I guess, if you sure. had to. Yeah, yeah you, would really have, that, you would have to sterilize the shit out of their carcasses. Oh, for sure, for sure. But then you'd be immortal. So um, True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, there were these local ants that got in. They're called crazy ants. Oh, yeah? They were accidentally sealed in, and they multiplied and killed all the other ants. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Ants are terrifying, also. Yeah. Like, they can live yeah. One little fucking ant you know, got in there, and it just happened to be this, like, pregger queen who was just like, all right, let's set up shop. Damn. And that was That it. just became um, its environment. Yeah. And they don't have pesticides. In uh, one of them, uh, in, in one of the interviews, uh, somebody said that if you had a scent in your shampoo, it what you would taste it in the water supply. Huh. Whoa! Yeah. So like they were going natural. They were going like you know so, some of them had sex with each other. Like they had like a sexual relationship and stuff like that. But like they weren't really showering that much. So yeah. just yeah. saying, you get used know, to it. Just, just yeah, everybody, everybody has the same stank after a certain yep. level. Yeah. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. So sounds like a place for dirty hippies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, having said that, like the only two real major scandals about this thing was the first one, which was um, you know the the whole person cut the finger off thing. The second one was uh, they had to pump in oxygen because after sixteen months, there are like the atmosphere's oxygen levels like it's around like plus or minus like one over twenty percent mm-hmm. like yeah twenty percent oxygen in our atmosphere the rest of it's all like nitrogen yeah, yeah. fucking weird gases they dropped from twenty to sixteen or something like that oh, which is a no. lot it's enough to cause sleep oh, apnea and yeah. dizziness they they got to a point where these motherfuckers are still farming four to five hours a day probably going real slow and then they had to think. Should I climb the two flights of stairs to get my cup of peanuts? Oh god. Yeah. Like it it was getting real bad. And this is really like when the thinking started getting fuzzy for everybody, and then the, the schism happened where they like, yeah. no, we gotta see this through the end. We only gotta make it a few more, more you know. And then the <laughs> other guys are like, I'd rather not suffocate, sir. Yeah. You fucking moron. Yeah, you know, shit. like kind of I'm kind of team air, you know, like it's weird. Yeah. 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 So then well, you know. You got plants that are dying off, like that's uh, yeah, that's things aren't problem. doing great. If the cockroaches are doing better than you are, then there, there's a problem there. <laughs> oh, and they, they, they yeah. will be, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and like public opinion was really weird. Like in '87, when this thing started being built, Discover said it was, quote, the most exciting scientific project to be undertaken in the United States since President John F. Kennedy launched us toward the moon. Cue the national, <laughs> and then. In 1992, ecology said it was, quote, new age drivel masquerading as science. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of middle wiggle room on this yeah. thing. Like, just, yeah. you, Damn. Kind of, kind of, like, so, you know, and there was some question with regards to the credentials of the biospherians, which is what they were called. Cool. And, I, and maybe maybe they called themselves that. I, I dig know. it. Uh, but like they, it lent an air of uh, skepticism about the results of the experiments. And we'll get more into that in the later episodes. Yeah. Um, in December 1995, <laughs> the biosphere two owners trans and i'm not going to get into who they were at this point because this is this is where it gets fucking weird um or er, it's already we- like the backstory here is super fucking weird yeah 
anyway, uh, the Biosphere 2 owners transferred management to Columbia University in New York City. And Columbia ran it as a research site until 2003. They made a few structural changes, such as like they eliminated the airtight feature because fucking they're not trying to do that. They just look at this building. Look at the shit we could do here. You know, like, go for it. And then, and again, this is also like, this is actually when Columbia discovered that increased CO2 levels from climate change would devastate coral reefs. So like they found the initial like treatment of coral reefs during the Biosphere 2's first experiment. And then like that, all that research just went straight to like Columbia University and they built upon it and found that out. Biosphere um, 2, yeah. Yeah, well, they, they got yeah. plenty. There's a lot. Like, we're not going to be able to do this in space yet. We're not even going to. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Biosphere 2 reverted back to the previous owners after 2003, and we'll get more into that again later. Um, in 2005, Biosphere 2 was put on the market. <laughs> that is the entire site of like the Biosphere 2 land. It's 1,600 acres, oh, wow. right? The owners preferred the site to remain a research campus, but did not exclude buyers such as big universities, resorts, spas, or churches, which will seem less weird. Imagine going into a fucking spa in the middle of a goddamn desert, and it's a sphere. (laughs) Yep. Yep. In 2007, (laughs) the site was sold for $50 million. The plan was 1,500 houses and a resort hotel. Of course. But like the main structure was still available for research and educational use. Yeah. These owners though, to their credit would go on to donate the biosphere to, to the university of Arizona, which ended fears that the structure was going to be demolished. This was on June 26, 2007. Fucking Arizona again. Uh Uh-huh. In, in June uh, of 2011, university of Arizona announced it would assume full ownership of biosphere two on July 1st. So they just like, ran it for four years, did some cool shit. And they were just like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to take it. We'll take it. It's cool. It works. It fits, you know, hmm. um, current research is ongoing, both large and small scale. Uh, there's the landscape evolution observatory, which is fucking cool as shit. What it is, it, it uses 1800 sensors to track non-living volcanic soil as it develops into something that will support microbial and vascular plant life. Oh, that's like the origins so, of life, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Dead Earth, and then like dude from Prometheus shows up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's the lunar greenhouse, which studies how to grow veggies on the moon or Mars by developing a biogenerative life support system, which recycles and purifies water through transpiration, which is just how plants like take in water and then like evaporate it out the leaves and shit. Um, and then also a vertical farming project intended to develop an indoor plant growth cycle using LED lamps configured to specific wavelengths in order to improve water efficiency, produce zero farm runoff with no pests or pesticides, and zero effect from in external weather. Cool. And Not a bad to idea. wrap this up, this motherfucker's still open. <laughs> yeah, it's still open. You can go to the U of A's uh, website and book tours from the site. Quote, the Biosphere 2 experience is a self-guided app-based tour. <laughs> the Biosphere 2 app should be downloaded prior to arrival and contains huh. all on-site tour content. So you can pay somebody $25 and they never talk to you. It's the <laughs> best. I can't I imagine say, a better tour. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, tickets they are couldn't, valid. They couldn't even pay anybody to give tours at that place. Oh no, it has a full staff and shit. Like there's there's a lot more going on there. It's, it's pretty well, research so, like, tickets shit, are valid yeah. for, well, there's that, but you could also like rent out a room for like a fucking event. You could have like, oh, like a wedding reception there. 
So this is, so this is something we can do. It's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, so like, yeah. So, the so it's, for it's, valid... it's up to you, listener. Uh, where should we do our, our, our uh, live podcast episode? Archosanti right. or Biosphere 2? It's on our Discord. Yeah, well, let us know. We'll put the pricing button up there. The, the pricing, the way it's like listed is pretty interesting too. It's like adult, $25. Senior, $23. It's not much of a discount. K through 12, 15 bucks. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Under five, free. No shit. Uh, military, 23 bucks. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that's not no, a discount. in our armed forces, we're going to give you the senior, the senior price. That's funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, but the only the only ones get in free are under five, and if you're a Bio2 member, like if you're a member of the fucking team. You so, have to go to... Yeah, no, it's... You have to have a, it's great. Have to have a degree in, like, theoretical biology to be able to go in there for free. Yeah, yeah. Or you have, you have to be like a tenured fucking yeah, exactly. professor or some shit. You know, like it's it's fucking nuts. Or a student, you know, like students probably they're hanging out all over that joint. They're oh, I'm sure. Stuff, yeah, you know? it's it's interesting. Yeah. So I, I I just I'm glad that like Shadowlink brought up arcologies because I'd for fucking forgot about this thing, <laughs> like completely just wiped from my fucking memory. And I was like, wasn't there some weird ass like <laughs> thing that I always conflated with the Heaven's Gate cult? You know, and it's like, yeah, biosphere. Too. It sounds it like <laughs> I I get it. Like I I, yeah. I get the skepticism right because you have these eight people in the yeah, middle of the fucking I mean, desert in like this insane sounding structure, but you know yeah. we Heaven's Gate was really a g- apt comparison cool. because people like that's people are thinking about that and it's they didn't understand like they're doing real shit in that place. It's bonkers yeah, and yeah. awful. Heaven's but... Gate is bonkers. This is. Yeah. amazing like the low-key yeah. like what they had to what they went through and like the just the physicality of it now i'm just saying all of this in a really aspirational i like this kind of vibe because i'm not there's a whole backstory here yeah, well, that is super fucked up and super fun yeah. and it's now forcing me to read an 847 page book by buckman yeah. so if you want to have any <laughs> idea how deep this dive is going to go it's going to be at least two oh, three man. more little segments yeah. well this uh this yeah. really i mean it's it's good to know that uh that we are well that at least as of the 90s uh we were not anywhere near making an actual arcology um right yeah. but yeah. i still like listen if a project has the funding and competent people behind it which you know that's mm-hmm. that's the uh the key word there is competent people but i uh, yeah. Yeah, if you got enough funding and competent people, it's amazing the things that we can accomplish within the span of only a few years scientifically. Yep. Now, Abu Dhabi has one of those things. Yeah, so my my yeah. fear is that, uh, yeah, I mean, we're not done with the ar- arcology. The arcology is not done with us. Like, it, it's going to happen. It will happen yeah. eventually. It might not happen within our lifetimes, but, uh, like, it might happen with our, in our children's lifetimes. Within the next hundred years. We may not make the big, like, mega structure swing work. Like, I don't think, like, we're just not organized enough for that. But these things that are contributing to, like, space travel, uh, the idea that we're going to have a moon base, uh, you know, uh, fucking uh, Lonnie uh, Uh, talk about going to Mars. Mars. He's being defeated by Twitter right now. Like, it's just... (laughs) Look at your uh, god. You uh, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking uh, shit. What a twat. Man. Oh. Incredible. 
you know, there's this, there's this, uh, what's his name? I don't, I don't, he won't be the, the king of Mars, but you know, there's no, no he's going to have a successor. It's John Carter. He's we gonna have a, He's going to have a successor that's going to be like, we need to go to Mars and, you know, still. Well, there might the be Earth. someone who knows something about that though, that does it, which is what yeah. I'm rooting for. Yeah. Like the, this guy is what the whistle, but the rest of them are like, practical. yeah, we might get like, because a, they're like a surge situation where there is an yeah. actually competent yeah. corporation, at least partially. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, very competent. So, That's uh, why you were awake when they drilled the rig into you. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they don't give a shit about you. We're that's we've established that. Goes, that but, yeah, yeah, right. That goes. That, that the pain goes away. Uh, you know, eventually, quick, quick enough. Right? Hey, look at I could pick this whole. Yeah, I got to fight robots and shit. I got to get over what happened, but just before anyway. <laughs> that's what's going to happen when we build an ecology base, please. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's where we are. You know, we're still trying to figure out how to invent the universe so that we can like make a fucking apple pie from scratch. So like, almost literally. Like, yeah, that's literally. We yeah. know so much, but yet know so little at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, I, I what think, I you know, my assumption. Right. We need to do it. <laughs> One of you talk. Okay. Well, you go first. I was gonna say, if we do end up making an arcology within like the next, I don't know, fifty years or so, it's. It's gonna suck. It's gonna be terrible. It's the infrastructure yeah. is gonna be awful. You know, your toilet will probably yeah. not work half the time. We'll see building collapses, you know, all the time. Oh. So we're if, seeing if, that we, anyway. if we if we leave it up to you know the people who are making this shit, well, like who are uh, running our society already. So yeah, yeah. but yeah. that that was my thought. Oh, I mean, shit. We, we they just had a settlement uh, for the victims of that uh, apartment complex that collapsed in. in oh Florida. God, yeah, yeah. They've got they've got the real estate, but let's that's the first thing they need. They just don't know how to build it. Yeah. Like was it, well, that that was like with the biosphere thing. The reason why they were losing um, air or, or oxygen rather was that it was becoming like basically sequestered in this concrete in the because the whole thing is airtight yeah. you have yeah. to understand like yeah. they put in a floor like this thing was you know basically a big old tupperware box right yeah but like the the they were kind of in a rush like as they were going into the biosphere the fucking construction team was going out the back door like <laughs> literally at the same time so some of the concrete didn't set properly and it was porous mm. And so a lot of the air was bleeding into it and being, you know, becoming trapped there. And that's why their CO2 levels were like kind of going up and it was giving them all that fuck. And, but that's the thing. What I like about this is that it was such a, it was the kind of swing that we're, they were like, we don't know shit. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah, it let's was go. ambitious as fuck. And like yeah. prototyping, prototyping will always cost like a fuck ton of money. But once they yeah. figure this out, like mass oh, yeah. production, mass production will Cheap. It works. It's like not. That's the thing. It's like we, that's the thing. Well, all these it? fucking like you know, Lonnie and Moss, Lonnie and like uh, Bezos and whatnot is uh, a not every yeah, not everything has to make fucking money. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no. we, ha you have to throw things at a wall so you learn things because that's how science works. I I, I guess. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like yeah. Yeah. everything they do is for profit, basically. And it, yeah, at which, the end of the day, like I said earlier, this—that's why uh, uh, Solari was like, "Yeah, these aren't real arcologies. All these buildings that you're planning on making because you are focusing more on generating profit." Yeah, yeah. you're not doing yeah. science; you're just doing capitalism. <laughs> that's yeah, and you know what? What is becoming more and more apparent going forward is that capitalism is fairly easy compared to interlocking systems for like in a hermetic. Yeah, you want to oh, do it easy? Yeah. You want to do it right? Basically. Is, Capitalism is the lowest common denominator. It is, it is the laziest system. 
essentially. Yeah. yeah, but what if you multiply the number by itself? What? <laughs> then you got then you one got that one. many slurp juices on your your angry monkey. God, you know, like, one is still one, guys. Oh, mm. Jesus fuck. Oh man. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the like sheer collapse of crypto uh, because <laughs> I just wanted to last. Long- There's another utopian idea look, that. You look, know. guys, I just wanted to last long enough because the Vatican is selling NFTs, and I want to last long enough to where the Vatican uh. is finally honest and starts selling indulgences again. I can't. Well, at least they'd be admitting that like, an indulgence is worth about as much as a fucking. Indulgence. Oh yeah, no, I mean, well, isn't that what they've been selling like through? Uh... Forgive yourselves yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll My give you an God. NFT for. Uh, we'll give we'll give you an NFT for you know seven hail marys and uh, what what's the other bullshit that they they try to give you? I buy one. Confession. I'll buy an indulgence. <laughs> Fuck it. Get, I'm framing the fucker. I want I want I want I want a bored Jesus NFT. So I mean, so it's not. It, it's not. Oh fuck! <laughs> Just wearing shutter shades. <laughs> he's got a big old like bottom lip oh, where he's just man. like pouting, you know. He's just like, mm, I don't want to be nailed to this crucifix. Oh <laughs> fuck! He just gives off that vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know, at least at least they're really just kind of reinventing the wheel for what the catholic church oh, I does love it. What, so. what if this thing that exists but a thousand extra steps to do i mean you got yeah. if you guys want to preserve art yeah, you could just like i don't know upload them to a database museums have been doing it for years and and also you know maybe digitize some of the fucking forbidden books you guys have in your fucking library that you will, that i can't see yeah god well uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for this. Uh, this yeah. Episode. Uh, next episode, we got Scum's going to take us on a little journey. <laughs> you guys have no idea through uh, something that you know, like it, it happened a bit when I was a kid. Um, but I, I don't remember too much of it other than uh, oh, it's uh, a very New York so, story. Uh, it's something I kind of grew up hearing about my entire life, and uh, I was just oh, yeah, interested yeah. in like what are the what are the workings of this thing that is basically a vigilante gang. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. thanks for thanks for sticking around. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys uh, got to catch up on the last couple of weeks and stuff yeah. like that. Maybe check out some other you know people's work and uh, uh, we are on various social media things. We still are against our better judgment. Yeah. We're on Instagram. Do we still have an Instagram? Are yeah, we? we've got two okay. of them. Yeah, oh, we got. A, we got a, yeah, we're on. <laughs> Well, I mean, we we had a, we had a, like a like a low life magazine one that I don't know who's in control of, and then there's like this one, and I think I I was in control of the low life. I thought you were in control of it. Remember. I might be, and I just left it to. Rock. I'm in control of the low life podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> but, I'm like, magazine. Okay. but yeah, we're on we're on. But yeah, we're we're on, we're the, on the Twitters. You could contact me on uh, twittercom dystopia. That is me. You could hit mm-hmm. me up on there. Uh, I enjoy Twitter. I'm it's uh, weird. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever. I, I look at art and <laughs> it's, news. It's you know, it's, fine. it's it's what you put into it. Yeah, we're we're on Facebook. Yes, no, we're totally. on Facebook as well. We have a page. You can like that if you are so inclined. If you're still on Facebook, I unfortunately yeah. still am. I get no dopamine from that. Yeah. So just so you know, you could like that <laughs> all you dopamine. want. And I don't know about it. Yeah, zero dopamine. Uh, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash neon dystopia. We have a store still yeah. sort of we, we keep forgetting about it's it there. it's the low life crap shop it's just low life crap shop it's there don't worry about it and, like um, it, they're, i know don't worry about it it's expensive stuff. i mean it's good just don't worry about yeah, it yeah like their stuff's expensive and we can't see each other wearing it anyway nah, so it's weird yeah, exactly unless yeah. you want to like steal we do have a discord though public 
We do. Yeah, you that do, is, and it that popping. I, I, I very much enjoy it. You can find me there. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. I just I again shout out to all of you yeah, guys, guys are great. who are patrons, yeah. Discordians, uh, all of that. Uh, I'm not going to fart in the microphone. I've decided, so you're all been saved by that. Um, <laughs> no, no, but I still might change That's our fine. description to that. Yeah, so. and shout out to um, all the patrons too. But uh, yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, much appreciate the patrons. Also, really enjoyed hanging out with some of y'all in the Mixler chat room last yeah. night. So that was super fucking fun. Yeah. And um, if you uh, are hearing this on Friday, <laughs> then you uh, missed it. So it's it was last Tuesday's. It's uh, it's called Arcology Down is the name of the show reel, and it is basically an alternate soundtrack <laughs> to the Ascent oh, yeah. and songs about society and why we're not good what other um, podcast so, has a dj come on yeah you hey, can... so many <laughs> so many no, ruin it shush so yeah, many i, I try so and up, we both update uh when he's djing on for mixler on uh twitter primarily so if you want to like yeah. be updated on when that happens you could follow him on twitter uh what's your twitter oh it's at l0wl1f3 dot or no fuck no it isn't it's none of those things. It's at L0WL1F3TH. If you can un- understand or remember that, hit him up on there, and uh, I, resh- I retweet yeah. all of his Mixler things. Just just low life in lead speak. That's low life the in lead speak, except that yeah. the is not lead speak. Right. God damn it. Yeah. This is it all, It's such a fucked up arcology.